Universal Media. We heard from a large number of irate Fallout fans this month who were ready to stomp right back into Vault 76 and slam the door. Even if Bethesda can iron out 76's post-apocalyptic problems, the developer has some serious fence-mending to do to appease its community. Cynics and trolls are one thing, but when your decade-plus superfans are the ones slinging the insults, you know something's wrong. This week, we're six deep in video games again. What is up, everybody? Welcome to... Jesus Christ, Jonathan. Are you okay? I just dropped my cat. All right. Well, uh, what is up, everybody? Welcome to Six Deep, uh, the podcast where we talk about shit while we drink six beers. I am one of your hosts, Aaron Locklear, here with the podiatrist, Jonathan Barry. Jonathan, what up? Oh, uh, you know, <clears throat> chilling like a pimp. And bringing it back. back. You know what? Uh, <laughs> who was it? Was that Garrett I, yeah, that Garrett. made you bring that back? Garrett? Yeah, Garrett. Fuck you. Stop listening now. Uh, (laughs) So I just need to be more consistent with it. No, you need to be less consistent with it, if anything. Uh, All right. Uh, Jonathan, yet again, we missed a week last week, but we were busy. Ballista was on the road a little bit. He sure was. We sure were. Jesus. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Um, Millie Rock Weekend. Hell yeah, boy. And we're going to miss another three weeks uh, because I feel my yearly sinus infection coming on. Uh, it's cool, dude. I'll just do it without you. That's perfectly fine as well. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go ahead and sneeze real fast. Jonathan, what are we drinking? Today uh, we're drinking <clears throat> Heineken. It's, uh, you know, comes in the green bottle. Isn't it? Isn't this a Dutch beer? Sure. Something like Actually, that. Actually, Holland. 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 Dutch. It does say. It's Dutch. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Fucking I'm not idiot. very well versed in worldly things. Um, so I fucked up. I got us some beer, but I was in such a rush because I was running late today after yeah. work that I did not pull from the refrigerated section. Yeah, they're a little warm. I pulled from like the regular section, so I had to rush home and put them in the uh, the fridge, and they are a little warm. Um, so today we're talking video games Again. for the second time. We have a lot of updates, or at least I do. Yeah. Uh, but we're also talking about video games with probably the uh, one person that knows mo- the most about video games ever. Uh, yeah, he does. This he... man is a guitarist for Hollowed Out. Yep. Uh, he is friend of the podcast, Andy Rhodes. Andy, how are you? I'm doing good. That's good. I wouldn't say that I'm... I know the most ever. Oh, Dude, I would. We got a real modest guy here, huh? Uh-oh. A little modest mouse over here. The humility. The fuck, dude. The humility. There we go. That's the word. God, Heineken is that's not, not the, that great That's not warm. the right word. What is it? Like, to be humble? You said humility, right? Yeah. That's yeah, the word, that's bro. that's the word. What? <laughs> <laughs> Andy, why don't you walk through what you're drinking today? Because you're not drinking uh, Heineken. I am drinking Breckenridge Vanilla Porter. It is... A dark, creamy stout. Yes. It is super yummy. Now, you gave us a lot of shit uh, when we were recording one of our Christmas episodes about how we did not like the dark Christmas Shiner beers that we were drinking. (laughs) And you told us... 
It's because we should have poured them in glasses instead of drinking them from the bottle. Yeah, yeah. So you brought your own glass today. I did. And it is a Zelda glass, and it, it is. is fucking cool. Yeah, it's very it's cool. Got the, it's yeah. got the Triforce and the Hylian thing. It's hard to see when the beer is actually in it. But yeah, because once I get the beer you down, drink is black. Yeah, I'll so. <laughs> it'll like reveal, it'll reveal okay, yeah. the picture that as I'm drinking nice. it. That would be you nice, know? yeah. Um, so, Andy, you like video games. You know what? Jonathan is now showing me the ass of the bottle opener that I set out for us to use. Uh, that it is looks a like a hula girl. Hula girl. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. Thank you, Jonathan, for that. Thick as hell. <laughs> <laughs> so, Andy, you like you like video games. You're also the guitarist in uh, in Hollowed Out. Uh, this guest spot is a perfect fit. It's a long time coming at this point. It really is. You know? It um, really is. I've been a fan since day one. So Since day uno. I yeah. like that. Yeah. One of three. Yep. The other two of the three are sitting at this table. <laughs> That's cool, though, man. You know? Keep, yeah. your, keep your crowd small, and yeah, it's like then a, you don't have much to worry about. You know? it's, it's kind That's of, true. It's kind of cool, dude, because like, sometimes you'll be just like be with certain people, and like... You know, inside jokes and stuff like that, but like these certain people know about it, and you can like talk. It's cool, you know. So yeah, I love my fans. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jonathan, I think I asked you uh, this the other night when we were drunk at Killers uh, for the Ballista show. But uh, do you want to do a live podcast recording at Killers pretty soon? <laughs> I'm so down. I'm so dead. I think it'd be pretty cool, especially if you guys did, like, play-by-plays of what's happening in the pit. That'd be funny. Yeah. I think so, too. <laughs> well, no, so what I, what I was thinking... You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, John yeah. Madnett, well, then they went over here, and they did a they did a backswing on this guy. What, what I was thinking... <laughs> what I was thinking was literally setting up a table with chairs on stage with our recording equipment... <laughs> And recording it for an audience. Oh, you mean like like typical live podcast? Oh, yeah. I thought oh, you meant like yeah. at a show. That would also be really funny. I think you should do both, but not at the same time, obviously. Right. Um, the, the only problem is the only problem is, is that Killers is like a working business during their events. Yeah. So, so I don't want some like mother walking in with her child as Jonathan and I are talking about cum on stage. <laughs> During a recording. Hey, if you don't want to talk about cum during a live recording, like, you shouldn't ask me no, to be on this. I mean, it's it wouldn't be the difference <laughs> than if she came in there and there was some, like, SoundCloud rapper in there talking about, you know. Cum. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? In the end, we're all just talking about cum, you know? I mean, yeah. A good friend of mine told me that we are all just our parents' cream pie. Mm. Damn. That's true. You know, Emily made a pretty good cum joke the other day, and it was surprising, because she always rolls her eyes when I make cum jokes. <laughs> so that's funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm, rubbing, I'm rubbing off on her, and I'm rubbing out on her. Oh, God. <laughs> I couldn't even finish that. I couldn't oh, even finish man. that. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> oh. So, we're talking, so okay, we're so this, this 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 is the this is the thing, Jonathan. You, you you mentioned that you didn't want if I didn't want you talking about cum, then you shouldn't be on the podcast. But it's not that I don't want you to talk about cum; it's that I don't want this lady to complain because we're both equally talking about cum. Well, if she has a problem with it, dude, like it it's her problem. It's not our problem. Yeah, 
That's the way I see it. Yeah. And I mean, I understand. If there's children there, and we're talking about come. It's like, okay, dude, yeah. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> her know. kid is going to be that. I mean, this is all hypothetical. Who's the lady? I don't know. What's her name? I have no clue. Come on, dude. Just Janice. Jan- yeah, that's, that's the a- kind of person that would fucking complain yeah. about us talking about come. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or Karen. Karen. Yeah. Janice. Karen. Margaret. Linda. Ooh, Linda. Yeah, what a bitch. Carol. <laughs> Carol. Oh, yeah. Carol. Uh, Jeez. John, Jonathan, were you still there at Killers the other night where, where I can't remember who was standing next to me. Uh, we were standing by the van. I was literally about to leave. Uh-huh. And this like sedan pulls up, parks, because I was parked out front facing the right way. Right. He pulls in and parks the wrong way right in front of me. Like, going the wrong way down the street. Oh, yeah. And he busts out, and he's like, are they still open? I look at my watch, it's 1230 at night. <laughs> I'm like, bro, no, they're not still I, I, open. I don't think I was there. <laughs> it was the I would have just been like, I don't thing. know, Google it. <laughs> it was the funniest fucking know. thing, dude. Check and see if I was the like, bro, open. what are you talking about? It's 1230 at night, they're well, not open. They close their kitchen at 10. So. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. He's like, damn, I always want to try this place. And I was like, come back don't, at a reasonable hour. Don't eat dinner at almost one in the morning. Like, what, what do you hey, mean? I mean, let's get real, though. We all remember those days. Yeah, I mean, and I'll still. I'm, I'm living I'm, them. I've been known to eat a meal that late at night before, but definitely fucking not dinner. I'm, this is fourth meal right here. This is Taco Bell. Hours. But, but I mean, like, we all went through a period <laughs> in our life. I mean, mine's long gone. Some of you might be living it now, where you sleep until 11, you have breakfast at 1, you have lunch at 6 p.m., and you have dinner at 1 in the morning. See, that's the thing. And you just described my life. (laughs) I remember, like, those days. You know, I remember waking up at 11, and now, in, like, this point in my life, I eat lunch at 11. Yep. (laughs) Dude, if I sleep past 9, I have a migraine for the day. Days. Yeah, I cannot. Even when I like Damn. turn all my alarms off and I go to bed, like at fucking like ten o'clock at night. Yep, I will wake up. Or even even if I go to bed at like midnight, dude, I'll wake up before nine. Dude, every no, time. If if I play a show and I'm out really late, I'll still end up waking up super early every time. Like by super early, I don't mean like six a.m. I mean like between seven and nine, somewhere in the in that range every day, no matter what. Bro, I sleep like a boulder, so I wake up whenever the hell I wake up. Right. Dude, the other day, I woke up. You woke up at 3 the other day. Yeah, I did. And I had to work that day. So yeah, you missed work that day. Yeah. So <laughs> you didn't have to work, obviously, because you didn't. Well, I was supposed to work that day. Just because you were supposed to didn't mean you had to. <laughs> what, uh... Exactly. What, what time do you usually have to get to work, like, on a daily basis? I usually try and get to work between 7 and 8. Okay, cool. Where are you working in? I work for J.P. Morgan Chase. That's right. In uh, downtown corporate office. Yeah. Hell yeah. Sick. So if you Um, guys are looking for Andy, now you know where to find him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because that was real, real specific. (laughs) How many downtown corporate offices are there? All you six deepers out there. (laughs) All you six deepers out there, go... uh, Go bug Andy at work. <laughs> please, please don't. All right. I, I like my job. Yeah. Okay. We got you. We got oh, you. What's you guys... that like? <laughs> it's pretty great, man. It's actually like the least stressful job I've ever had in my life. That's great. And it's paying me about twice what I ever made anywhere else. Yeah, let me tell you. I. That's great. The job yeah. that I have now pays me well. And I like it. Well, I, it pay, I, I like the fact that it pays me well. 
hate the job. <laughs> Just do not like the job. Um, and it's because there's not a lot of structure, I guess, like every day. And I like, like, to a certain extent that every day that I'm, like, doing something differently. I don't like to a certain extent, I don't like at all, like, the fact that I will go, you know, one day I'll work until, like, 2.30 and one day I'll work until, like, 6. And I have no way of knowing, like, what's going to come about the day, you See, know? here's the thing. Here's what I've learned. The reason why corporate America is filled with a bunch of fat, lazy white dudes is because they all have very low-stress jobs where they sit at a desk all day and do yeah. whatever they want and work whatever hours they want. And that's uh, and that's where I'm at right now, and I'm loving it. I feel that. See, that that's what I want. That sounds great to me. Yeah. But, you know, a bitch has got to get a college degree first. You know I don't what have I'm one. Saying? You don't have a college degree? No, nope. I'm about to, though. Okay, so yeah, are you doing online? Yeah, I'm doing online. Yeah. Uh, where at? Uh, through Ashford. Okay. Yeah. yeah uh, my work uh, is paying for it. That's the only reason that's I'm That's sick. Yeah, yeah, it's super cool. Um, my, uh, thank you, Jonathan, who just got up uh, to get to go to the fridge to get more beers. Um, my job, I, I work for my parents, and they're, they're going to help pay for school. I'm going uh, through WGU online. Oh, um, that's where my yeah. mom got her master's. That's where my my sister got her master's, and one of my uh, my other sister is currently going to get her uh, her degree there. Yeah, my uh, my wife's dad is actually going there too. I think he graduates this year. I'm not sure if it's a bachelor's or a master's. I don't remember. He has a whole bunch of tech certifications, so I'm not really sure what school he had before he decided to go back. Okay, nice. But, yeah. But yeah, he's doing WGU as well. Like they. Really, really, really good school. Really good school. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. The, the only problem I'm running into is because I'm still uh, in the um, admissions process. Mm-hmm. And that's because uh, they're waiting on transcripts from my other schools. Oh, gosh. Um, and so I went to three colleges total. I went to UNT. I went to Collin College. And then for one semester, while I was also going to UNT, I took... One class at NCTC, North Central Texas College in Corinth. You drive by it on 35 on your way to Denton. Okay. Um, took one class there one semester, and I have a hold on my fucking transcripts for that one class until they get transcripts from Colin College because I never sent them over transcripts from Colin College. Oh, God. Colin College has a hold on my transcripts <laughs> until they get... The one fucking, the transcript for the one fucking class from NCTC. They're at a fucking stalemate right now. And I'm like, can one of you just send me, like, send transcripts over? What? So I can, I'm what like. What school is it? I mean, I mean, what class was it? I took anatomy and physiology two. Okay. At um, NCTC. Can you not just get your private transcripts sent to you? No, it's a hold on all, all transcripts. You can't get any transcripts at all? No. Currently, so I'm currently That's in the so stage. stupid. Yeah. I'm currently in the stage where uh, a rep from NCTC and a rep from Collin College are now emailing with each other to get it figured out uh, just simultaneously fucking send transcripts, I guess. But I got I got into it on the phone with this uh, fucking lady from NCTC the other day because I was like, listen, I took one class 
five years ago at your fucking college. Like, can you please just... I'm never going to step foot in your college again. I'm not going to go there. I never wanted to go there in the first place. I only went there because anatomy and physiology was filled up at UNT. And I had to get that credit that semester. So I decided to go there. That's all. Like, please. This is this is why I didn't go to school. It's it, rough. Honestly, man, man with, <laughs> with today's society, yeah. don't get a degree until your job tells you you need it. Right, exactly. Like, because there's no point because you don't know if that degree you're going to have a job getting out. There's really no point. Exactly. You like so many people, like my wife included, are just went to school because it's like the thing you're supposed to do. And she's about to she's about to graduate and she's going to have an English degree and it's great, right? It's right. She's going to have a degree, but she's yeah. also in student loan debt. Exactly. Right. And, and you it's one of those a... things. It's like where, where's the balance? Like like okay, so you're out of school, and most everyone I know that has a bachelor's degree that's around my age or younger, they work for part-time to full-time jobs that pay $15 an hour right. that they could have got without that degree. Exactly. And right. and so, and like, that's kind of where I came from, because I, I went to school because my parents told me to, and I was like, yeah, this is the thing you're supposed to do, and right, right. all that jazz, and I went to school for like three or four years and didn't really have a direction I was going to trying to figure out what I wanted to be when I grow up. Right. And, um, then finally, like my parents were like, well, if you're not going to take it seriously, we're not gonna pay it for it anymore. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, well, then I guess I'll have to pay for it. Right. And so then I did one semester where I paid for my classes and I realized now I get why they didn't want to pay for it anymore because I'm going to school with no direction. So I don't want to pay for it either. Right. And so I dropped yeah. out, and then I was, you know, playing a lot of shows with uh, my band at the time called Messengers. Yes, uh, right. Back 2010, 2011-ish. And, uh, yeah, I dropped out of school, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to tour forever. And then I ended up quitting that band. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I was like, well, I don't know what I'm going to be when I grow up still, so no reason to go back to school. So right. I just never went back, and I just kind of got jobs that paid me well enough. And then I ended up making pretty good money doing all kinds of stuff without a degree. And I realized the degree isn't necessary until someone tells you it's necessary in order to get in. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And, and that's, that's just where we are today. Like, and people, our parents age don't get it because they're, they're used to that mindset of you have to have a degree to get any job. Whereas like our, our workforce is looking at millennials and being like, you're smart enough to have this job without a degree. Exactly. No one had to teach you how to be smart. Exactly. You got smart on your own because you wanted to. Yeah, here's <laughs> College is a fucking scam. I, and I will always believe that. I will always believe that college is a waste of your time and that it's not something that is as necessary as everybody points out. Unless you're going to be like a fucking doctor or something. Yeah, like you know if you're going to be a doctor or an engineer... Like, it makes sense that you'd have some school behind you saying, yeah. I trained to do this. But at the same time, those are the jobs that actually, I mean, those are the, like, those are the, like, the curriculums that actually line you up for a job when you're done. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's yeah. almost like, it's almost like you're paying for an apprenticeship at that point. Well, and, like, exactly. you, you go for a degree in, like, fucking marketing. Yeah. That's not lining you up for a job. Nope. That's just giving you information so you can then go out and get some sort of job. You Every know? everyone I know who has a degree in marketing either is doing door to door cold call sale type stuff, or they work in insurance. And you don't need a degree yeah. to do either one of those. No. Well, and, and Emily, after getting her degree in marketing, immediately went back to get a certification in teaching so she can teach. Yep. You know, like she didn't. Uh, Jonathan, let's crack these. All right, we're God on number damn, two I'm here. Fucked up. Uh, yeah, you did fuck up. But yeah, and so you got like, beer all and, over and the table. The only reason I'm really going back for a degree is because I'm gonna get 
a degree in you know teaching as well. Okay. Because, bro, if you're, it's my, gonna be if sick. you're my teacher, bro, I would kill myself, bro. I feel like I'd be a good teacher, though. Nah, nah. Well, nah, the funny bro. thing is that well, if you Italy... showed up to school with that Digimon shirt on, I think I think I'd lose it, man. Nah, I'd be like, right? this guy is the coolest. I'd be right? like, who's this fucking guy? Well, so if Emily <laughs> doesn't even teach fucking marketing. She teaches like video broadcasting production. Yeah, it's it's like what the fuck, like dude. No, what my, the fuck? My my buddy Owen, he went to like seminary school. And then he got a teaching certificate so that he could go teach. And now he's just helping kids learn how to do the star test. So, Jesus Christ. <laughs> See, I, I went to seminary school. Am I right, Jonathan? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, no. There's the uh, cup. yeah. <laughs> seminary. Yeah, uh, so you know I, I, I went to college uh, exactly the same reason as you. My parents said you got to go to college. I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do yet. You just looked at all my snotty tissues that I'm throwing on the floor. I apologize for that. It just it reminds me it reminds me of my wife who is doing the same thing right now. You know that's that's the third time you've said my wife, yeah. and you've never once said it in a Borat voice, and I'm very proud of you for that. I, I don't. I actually don't really like it when people do that. I feel really? like it's like I feel like it's a cop out. They only do it because they have. They feel like they have to. It's it's one of those things that like your fucking like buddy at the office that thinks he's like a goddamn comedian. Yeah. will do that, and yeah. he thinks that he's, like, cracking everybody up, and you're just rolling your eyes, like, all right, come on, buddy. Yeah, he, he thinks he's your buddy at the office, too. Yeah. He's not really <laughs> your buddy. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh... <laughs> you know, dude, I don't know. I don't know if I could ever go back to school. Yeah, I mean, we weren't you know, talking I mean, about that anymore, but continue. We weren't? I was kind of, like, zoned out, my bad. Yeah, we were talking about Borat. <laughs> <laughs> dude, well... <laughs> But I don't think I'm ever gonna go back to school. <laughs> Honestly, I'm the, I'm going back to school. The main reason I'm going back to school is so Emily's dad doesn't think that I'm a failure piece of shit. You know, that's actually pretty good motivation, man. Yeah, like it's you, cool, you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do for, for sure. I mean, my parents already know that I'm a failure piece of shit, <laughs> so it's cool. I mean, but they they pay you, so they obviously don't think you you're know, that bad. Yeah. That's true. I think they uh, pay me so they don't have to give me money on a weekly basis. Speaking of failure pieces of shit, today I had uh, lunch with my grandma and my uncle. My uncle being the failure piece of shit. I thought you were about to talk shit about your your grandma. grandma. And I was about to be like, dude, that's not cool. I mean, she's still a bitch, but like, no, I'm playing. (laughs) God damn it. Nah, I'm just playing. Grandma, I love you if you're listening for some reason. She's not fucking listening to that. Uh, she's probably like, oh, the podcast app? Where the fuck is that? Dude, I swear to God, I've never seen somebody have so many fucking problems with their phone. But anyways. <laughs> a podcast? Are those those things you put your stuff in to move? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she would say some shit like that, bro. Like, But no, so, so I'm having lunch with my grandma and my uncle. And it's like, my uncle, he, he hasn't done shit with his life. Like, it's... He's a fuck, yeah, he, brother. He, he's a racist piece of shit and everything. Um, yeah, today, but if he buys me a beer, then we'll be good. <laughs> Just like your your uh, fuck. No, he did buy me a beer one time. Yeah, Is that our, the same? My, my uncle has bought us it's beer a lot of times. It's the same uncle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyways, yeah, that so, guy's good in my book. Today he was leaving lunch. <laughs> today he was leaving lunch, and he was like, "Hey, bud, I just wanted to let you know I, I, I'm proud of you. I'm I'm super proud of you." And I was like, "Bro, this means absolutely nothing coming from you." Did you say that to him? No. I, I wish I would have. Can you please say that to him next time? All right. I got you. I'll, let's let's have him on the podcast. Oh, no. Dude, you do not want the topic to. topic could be um, racism. 
dumb. Oh my god, dude. No, like, Today we're six deep in should black people have rights? <laughs> Today we're bro, six deep bro. in favorite Ku, Ku Klux Klan members. <laughs> no, dude, we, we would start, we'd crack our beers, and you'd go, no. <laughs> and then that'd be the podcast. And then that'd be the, the end of the podcast. <laughs> yep. So Classic. But yeah, so. All right, so should we like segue into video games right now? Not yet. I have one more thing to talk about. Right, well, I have two more it. things to talk about. One, okay. uh, Taco Bell serves Dr. Pepper now. I don't know if y'all have seen that, but yep. it is uh, life-changing. Uh, when did they not? They've always had Pepsi products. Yeah, yeah, but they've always had Dr. Pepper, too, because I used to get Diet Dr. Pepper when I was I in high usually, school. I don't usually find Dr. Pepper at... Really? Yeah. The Taco Bell I went to most of the time when I was growing up was in Richardson. It was like walking distance from where I went to school. And uh, they always had, because I got Diet Dr. Pepper there all the time because I didn't like yeah. Diet Pepsi. Well, I, so I think they had it like a long time ago. Then they took took it away. Okay. Um, kind of like kind of like how Taco Bueno had Coca-Cola mm-hmm. forever. And then they switched to Pepsi products and said that everybody wanted them to. And that's a total lie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know like... There's a lot of times where like I would go to a uh, to a Taco Bell and I'd just like kind of be half paying attention and ordering. They'd be like, "What do you want to drink?" And I'd just like like say Dr Pepper without thinking, and then they'd make me feel like a real fucking dumbass. And they'd be like, "Oh, we have Pepsi products here." And I'm like, like, "Okay, the Baja blast been, me up." I'd have been like, Baja "Well, blast um, my brains out." I'd have been like, "Well, PepsiCo bottles Dr Pepper in most states." Did so, it really? Yeah. Wait a minute. You'll you'll learn. I have a lot of really useless trivial knowledge. And hey, dude, that useful. It's useful, but at the same time, it isn't. But yeah, like you if you look if, if you look at the back of a lot of Dr Pepper bottles, it'll say that it was bottled by PepsiCo. It's not owned by Pepsi, but right. they pay Pepsi to bottle it for them because they are Dr Pepper is actually a relatively small company for for being a soda company. Interesting. Have y'all ever been to the? Uh, Dublin, Texas, where they bottled yep. Dr. Pepper. I've been to place that. is sick. Hey, yeah. I, play, I played a show at the Dr. Pepper Museum in Waco once. <laughs> really? Yeah. What that place fuck? is cool. Yeah, with it who? was very cool. It was, dude, it was with my, my old band, South Sonora. Huh. And we played there with a bunch of bands. Dude, I could not tell you the name of those bands. Like, Well, the, it was in Waco, so. Yeah. They probably weren't anybody. It was fun though. I'm sure it was really fun. And it was like it was like it was closed down, but it was like the show was going on, so we're like sneaking around, like walking around and shit. It was fucking cool. That's yeah. pretty fucking sick. Yeah. Uh, the second thing I want to talk about, Jonathan, you're a basketball fan. Low key, a little bit. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm a basketball fan. Are you a basketball fan? Nope. Okay, are you, I feel are that. Are you a sports guy at all? You know. No, I'm not. No, okay. no. no. Okay. I, I'm not even really an esports guy. Like as okay. much as I love video games, the only esports I really follow is Dota, because okay. the internationals okay. have like you know eight million dollar pots. Do you follow right. League at all? I hate League of Legends. Really? Yeah, with a passion. I love watching the tournaments, but it, it, we'll, we'll, we'll get that. We'll get to that. Okay. So, uh, Jonathan, mm-hmm. did you happen to catch any college basketball last night, bro? You want to know the last time I watched college basketball? Huh. Never, because fuck that shit. Bro, college basketball is sick, first of all. Second of all, um, you'll be interested to know that... Are you talking about Zion Williamson? Yeah, we're talking about this. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucked up, right? Dude, his foot went through the whole fucking the shoe. The whole fucking shoe. Like, his shoe just fell apart, and he injured his knee. This is a high-performing college athlete. Yeah. That's supposed, that, to, and, that's and supposed to be the top pick in next year's draft. And it's Yeah. yeah. And it's not like he... 
was like fucking oh c- crack it up. There we, we go. Got, we got crack. That's in a bitch? good crack. Um, but it's not like uh, it's not like these kids that are playing for like Division One schools are wearing the same shoes like for years and years. Right. They get fucking new pairs right. like weekly. Right. You know for what sure. I mean? Definitely. Like these are brand new Nikes that just fucking exploded on him as he tried to pivot, and now he's injured. Yeah. That's fucked, right? You know, it's funny because those are uh, Paul George's uh, model. Are they really? Shoes. Yeah, the huh. PG2s. Yeah, that's fucked. So you already know Paul so George. Saw... Paul George is already making phone calls like, hey, I need you guys to look at my shoes, send me some new ones, make sure they're good. Because, dude, that, that is extremely fucked. So, uh, so I saw an article today that says Nike fires eight-year-old shoemaker responsible for <laughs> Zion Williamson injury. <laughs> It was an Onion article. I was, I was actually like, going to make a joke about that. And be yeah. like, well, maybe if Nike pays actual you, skilled labor to make their shoes. <laughs> did, you, did you guys watch the uncut interview with him? Uh-uh. There isn't one. I mean, Onion, Onion, <laughs> Onion does do interviews. Like, did you see the, the Onion one with about the, the kid who killed the guy who broke into their house? And he was, like, uh-huh. excited about being covered in blood? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, that's yeah. a really old one, but really? it's super good. Um, and then Sports Illustrated tweeted out a fake commercial for the new uh, Nike sneaker slash sandal hybrid called the Zion One. Oh my! I oh, no. encourage God. you to go watch the video because it's very funny. Jesus. But uh, yeah, that's so fucked though. Like you'd think that Nike, when they're giving shoes to like actual athletes, you'd think that they'd fucking like have people. In the U.S. or like skilled laborers making those shoes, not just regular fucking like eight-year-old kids that are making these shoes for the general population. Yeah, you think it'd be like the ones that you know how you can go on Nike's website and get yours specially made, and they can say, you know, I want it with Italian leather made in you know such and such country, and blah blah blah, and they end up being like two grand. Yeah, you think it'd be like those exactly. Like now, (laughs) this is bad press. This is straight up bad press. For Nike, you yeah, know those I mean? are like those are like a pair that should have gone to Ross for defaults. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, who the fuck was this quality assurance guy that fucked up? Inspector Thirty Two, man. <laughs> I'm yeah. just, dude. Honestly, Zion, if you're listening, <laughs> you're not. First of all, you must be very depressed during your injury if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> Second of all, I feel for you, man. So imagine, imagine this. Imagine somebody... Just imagine that. So, imagine there's another person that's supposed to be a top five pick in the next year's draft, right? Yeah. What if they had somebody inside of Nike to sabotage his shoes to injure himself, bro? Think about Damn. that. I'm telling you, bro, it's possible. FBI, check the tapes. Yeah, and you're listening to me all the time <laughs> anyway, so... So, let's, let's segue this into <laughs> talking video games. Andy, I'm interested to know what uh, what got you, what is, what is kind of your history with video games? What what got you into video games? Um, my my history of video that, games. Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, honestly, it's really hard to pinpoint. They've just kind of been something that's been around uh, most of my life. For sure. Um, when I was a kid. Sorry, I'm eating crazy bread right now for all the listeners. Crazy. Um, when I was a kid, my dad had like, um, 
bunch of computer games, like old DOS games and stuff that we would play. And then uh, he also got, uh, I think my grandma bought him, like, the original Nintendo. Okay. And so I grew up playing a lot of games on that. Uh, that's where I... That's where I played Zelda. That's where I played Mario. That's where I played. We had this Snoopy Olympics game that is hands down probably probably top twenty games ever for me, which is really? ridiculous. That's how crazy. I love that game. It's not on it's not on my list today, but for sure it's it's super super good. And then, um, but anyways, so that's probably where where I first started getting into video getting into video games. But the Sega Genesis, man, the first game I can remember on this was on a Sega Genesis game. The first game I can remember, I was playing it and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I have to figure out what happens next." You know what I mean? Like, well, you remember, like we all have that moment where we're playing a game and you actually get involved in the narrative and you're like, "I want to know what happens next." Oh yeah, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Those are the best games. Yeah, I agree, and that's why all of my games are that way that I'm going to talk about today, probably. For sure. Um, but uh, the first game that did that for me was a game called Fantasy Star Two. Okay. Um, and you start off as this little weird blue-haired dude uh, in a, in a small town in this weird futuristic slash like. Kind of steampunky, but right. also like kind of Star Trekky type universe. You know what I mean? Okay. And then you meet this purple-haired elf chick, and you just start going out and on an adventure. And I remember there's this point in the game where uh, this dude like won't let you cross this bridge. And I remember playing for hours and hours and hours trying to figure out how to get across that bridge because I needed to know what was on the other side. Right. Because my character wanted to know, wanted to get to the other side, so I needed to see what it was. And that's that's the first time I can remember really, really getting super involved in a video game. Right. Right. I feel that. That's, that's super cool. That's super fun. It's cool. funny you mentioned Sega Genesis because that was, as listeners to the previous video game episode know... That was my first uh, console that I had. I found it in my attic that my dad bought like years and years and years before that. And said, oh yeah, because my dad, you know, he was never into video games. I don't know why he got the Sega Genesis in the first place. But uh, he just kept it in the attic and I remember playing Sonic and Hedgehog on Sega Genesis. It was my first game I ever played. I fucking after at that point I was like, holy shit, this is sick. Right. Yep. Yep. I don't know why dude this whole time I was confusing the Genesis with the Dreamcast. Oh for, for some, real? For some reason I was like I was thinking like you kept saying you kept saying Genesis and I was like, Oh yeah, the Dreamcast. No, it's, it's too weird. The Dreamcast was two systems later, man. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, that was and, a that was a cool ass well, system though. And the Genesis yeah. also had like other evolutions like i don't know right. if you know about that yeah. it had like the 32x adapter and then it had the cd right. adapter that went on the side oh. and so the genesis itself is three systems it's really cool you it's know, really stupid but it I, is kind of cool it, i think it's badass i wish like, i still it's, had it's, my fucking genesis it's impractical honestly. but it's still cool yeah it's you it's know. definitely cool um like but if, if sony or microsoft or nintendo did that now like people would be like, "Wow, fuck this." Yep, exactly. Like, like, could you imagine, like, if you had your Switch, and then there was like a little thing that you could plug into it that to play brand new, better games that were like on a CD instead exactly. of on a cartridge. They're like, "We know we can just do patches for this, but fuck it, here yeah. you guys go." And, and the, the adapter costs just as much as a new system would, but you had to have the original system at all. Oh yeah, <laughs> Jonathan, let's crack these third ones. I hate this bottle opener. 
Yeah, at this point, just... Dude, you, use the Hula Girl, man. We're probably not going to use her at the same time. That's a good point. Because really I'm, not, I'm not going through these as quick as you. Yeah, I'm glad, that you're, I'm glad that you're not. Because these are fucking... What are these? Oh, I have no idea. I've never even looked. I don't really care. I know, it's just... Oh, they're only... Okay, they're 5.4%. Five, yeah. That's, I mean, that's still... What's, what's that's Heineken still out of curiosity? I'm not too sure. I don't know, dude. It feels like 100, if I'm being completely honest with you. You you can't have the excuse <laughs> that you didn't eat today because I, I had, fucking gave you a hot dog on the way I had over a here. pocket dog and Literally a for this reason. Does that really count as eating? To be honest, like... Hey, okay. Like, I don't think that really counts as eating. Oh no! I mean, it's all right. Food. Heineken's not alcoholic because it doesn't have their fucking alcohol. Oh, uh, it's five percent. Oh wow! Yeah, damn, that's high. I did not realize how high. I Heineken thought it was, was. going to be. It's closer to high. Four. Heineken. Oh my god, uh, dude! I quit. Uh, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Uh, what systems do you have now that you play? Uh, and this question is for Andy. Sorry. So what systems do I have now that I play, or what systems do I have right now? Um, you know what? What systems do you have right now? All right, I've got. We'll start. We'll start at the oldest. I've got a Sega Genesis. Um, I've got three Nintendo sixty fours. Okay. I've got a PS two. Um, and I've got two Game Boy Advances, PSP. Uh, an original DS, a 3DS, a uh, PS3, PS4, Xbox One, and a Switch. And a Wii, and a Wii U. Goddamn. You ever uh, watch porn on that PSP? You know I didn't. Bro, that was a crucial that part was, of that me was, growing dude, up, that dude. Was, that was, like, that was, like, It defined crucial. me as a gamer? <laughs> It defined me as a man. Hey, gamers rise up. What kind of porn's on your PSP? You know what I mean? Like, for know, sure, bro. dude. Like, that for was, sure. That was, that, was like, that was like one of those parts of my childhood that I remember. I'd like be playing. Uh, oh, vividly. I'd be yeah. playing because uh, they had the Force Unleashed yeah. on yeah, uh, yeah. PSP. Sick ass game, by the way. Like, I know it's just a. What's the style where you just play through? There's really no. It's not an RPG. It's just an action game. It's just an action yeah. game for sure. But it's just it's, a linear yeah. action game. Which, you know, but it's one of, it's, it kind of reminds me of like God of War and stuff. But yeah, it's the same. It's basically yeah, Star it's, Wars God of War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's exactly what it is. Um, but dude, that game was so much fun. The first one. The second one was trash. But the first one, like on a real console, was awesome. I didn't play uh, the PSP version. PSP was more or less the same, just like like graphics. Just dumped down a little bit. So it was. You got and the story was great, which is what I like playing video games for anyway. Yep. Story like I, I'll take I'll take story over graphics any day. Um, but no, yeah, I remember you playing like uh, Force Unleashed or like Madden Ten. Then be like, all right, dude, time to jerk off to some porn. <laughs> yeah, and, and then and then you log off and then you search Vita Guerrera on Google Images. Who? You don't know who that is? I do not know who Vita Guerrero is. Bro, she got a either. wagon, dude. I'll, I'll, look her up later. Right. I'm looking no, her up. You know, look her up right now. I'm yeah, looking her up right now. I remember the first uh, photo Jesus. of her that I saw was in my keyboarding class in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my friend would like look up. and I, The whole fucking time, like, the teacher was looking at like you can see like what all the computer screens are doing. At the, at the teacher's desk. Damn, this is my kind of woman, bro. I know she is. That's why I thought for sure you would know who the fuck she was. God damn. <laughs> she doesn't have much time left. Her eyes are kind of far apart. Bro. No, no. Oh, my God. This again? 
So, but anyways, um, I used to have more systems. Right. For sure. I got for robbed. Sure. I mean, you definitely you got oh, robbed. Shit. For real? Yeah, I got when? robbed. About a little over a year ago. What yeah. systems did they take? They took my PS1 and they took my, um, I had an adapter for the PS1 that lets you play games four player. Okay. Oh, it was shit. like a, it was actually like a Sony a Sony made adapter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, That's fucking cool. pretty Sick. pretty hard to find. But they took my PS One, they took my GameCube, and my GameCube had the Game Boy Advance player mounted on the bottom oh, and yeah, the screen yeah, mounted yeah. on I the top. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yep. And then they took that was a cool invention by the way. Yeah. Just to throw that in there. Yeah. And they took my Game Gear, my Sega Game Gear, <laughs> which I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Uh-uh. It's it's a handheld system Sega made that was about. That big, okay. It's almost almost a foot wide. It was right. huge. It's kind of like it sounds like the Atari Lynx. Kind of, kind of, but uh, yeah. it played basically almost Sega Genesis worthy games. Okay, but it was handheld, and it came out around the same time as Sega Genesis, huh. maybe a few years later. And the screen was backlit, which was way ahead of its time because no right. handheld I was had backlit say, screens. Yeah, I mean, my fucking Game Boy Color wasn't backlit. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I, dude, the game that was in it that when it got stolen it was Primal Rage. Damn. Really? Which is one of my favorite fighting games ever. Have you guys ever played that? Uh, yes, I have. I have, like, once or twice, yeah. Oh, my God. That game was incredible. Now, you know what's funny is that whoever robbed you must have, like, known, like, vintage gaming. Oh, yeah, and they also because... knew Magic Gathering, and they also knew comics, and they also knew <laughs> uh, gaming figures. Because they stole about probably four or $5,000 worth of stuff, Jesus but it's Christ. all collector's value, so I couldn't claim it on insurance. I could only claim wow. what I actually spent oh. on it. And a lot of that stuff is stuff I've had, like, my whole life. Right. And they took That's literally... Awful. They literally took all of my comics, and I had a lot. This I was collecting like, comics. You see, so like, a, like a, a common robber would, would you know... Go into this house and they'd fucking steal the Xbox One, right? Like yeah. they they wouldn't fucking steal, like they'd steal the Switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wouldn't fucking steal well, like. Okay, it wasn't Magic my house though. Cards. It wasn't my house oh, okay. though. It's like okay, so we had a friend move in with us uh, about a year ago because he uh, <coughs> he needed a he needed a new place to to live because his lease was up and right. whatever. And my wife was. Uh, Cutting back on work so she could go back to school full time. So it just worked out well, right? So we, I had this extra room in my apartment. Yeah. That was just my nerd room, right? And so what I did was I took everything out of that room. I put it in a storage unit in my apartment, apartment complex, like two, okay. floors, two floors below my, my apartment, right? Um, but like literally a week after I put it in there, it all got stolen. That's crazy. Yeah, like a week later, and they uh, <coughs> um, they uh, they took all that stuff, right? But they took all that stuff, right? But they um, the crazy part is to get into the room where all the storage units were, you had to have a key to a deadbolt for the door before you get into the oh, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all the storage units in that room got broken into with a pry bar. You could see it. Yeah. Like they broke into every single but one of those. But the door to but the, the doors. But the, the door to the doors was not broken into. What a fucking inside so, job. Dude. Yeah. So it was either a maintenance guy or somebody else who lived at the complex. That's and they crazy. probably saw me loading stuff in there and probably saw other people loading stuff in there because they cleaned that place out. That's fucked. Yeah. Dude. I feel like they were probably just waiting for the right time. And, uh, but yeah, they, they, they took everybody's stuff, man. 
like a bunch of everybody's That's stuff. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. See, I have so I have a garage, um, like one building over in my apartment complex, and I. The only thing that's in there is Ballista van, the you know B- Ballista's van, like a base cab, and some fucking tools. Yeah. And Christmas, you know, decorations that Emily and I have. Yeah. So like I don't, you know, there's nothing really. If people broke into there, the one thing I'd be most pissed about them stealing is probably the fucking tools. Because if they stole the van, it's not going to get them far because it has problems, and <laughs> I'll catch them pretty quick. But. <laughs> All right, Jonathan just walked out of the bathroom looking like he's uh, ready to feast on a snack. Um, yeah, so as you listeners can probably tell, Andy uh, is very well versed in video games. <laughs> I, I play, I've played so a lot. Yeah, no, us. here's 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 a here's a problem, and here's when I found out that it was a problem. Was Game Informer put out an issue probably two or three years ago of top 100 games of all time. Okay. And I had beat almost all of them. Wow. That's... That's insane. That's, yeah. That's admirable. It was it was kind of a wake-up call, honestly. I was like... Yeah, I, but, I mean, nothing changed. So, right. was, it a wake, was it a wake-up call? <laughs> right, for sure. You know, like, there's very few games I have the desire to beat. So, you know, because like, I'll play games sometimes and I'm just like, I'm not feeling it. Yeah, no, See, I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I mean, I, I have games that like. But you've also been playing video games a lot longer than me. And I, I don't, I don't want to, so, I don't want to give away like. And more than when me. we come back from break, we're going to talk about what games we're playing now. <clears throat> so I don't really want to give too much away before we go to break. But y'all already know what I'm playing. Shit. Fucking Madden 19. Dude, stop, bro. They don't know. <laughs> yeah, they do because it's the only <laughs> game you would talk about when we fucking did the last episode. It's the only game you ever talk about. Bro, it's, it's not. And it's great. It's, it, no, Bro. it's it's terrible, but I still play it. No, check this out. I get home from a long day of work. I go to fucking Madden, uh-huh. and I, I mute all the fucking uh, music there. I play your own music, and I I, I exit Madden, hit up Spotify on my PS4, yeah. throw on Goodbye and Good Riddance by Juice World, and I'd fucking just zone out and just play some Madden, listen to some fucking Juice World, and it's sick. It's great. It's fantastic, you know what I mean? It's great if you're playing against a computer, but if you're playing Ultimate Team, it's fucking ridiculous. You see, I don't even fuck with Ultimate Team, honestly. It's so much fun. I don't fuck with Ultimate Team on Madden or FIFA. I don't know, I just play careers and I play... It's what? It's a communist sport. Dude, I I like playing FIFA. FIFA's fun. (laughs) Dude, FIFA's FIFA's probably one of the only sports games that I actually would buy. I've tried. I just, I don't understand soccer. Like it's the one sport that I like. Get good, I know, for real. I need to. I I like playing FIFA, and I and I do understand soccer. I'm a soccer fan. I mean, I'll I'll say it. Um, But no, you know what sports game was amazing was NBA Street. Yes, I think we talked about that last time. NFL Street too. I never actually got to play NFL Street, but I heard it was awesome. NFL Street is just it's those two games were very. Very good. Yeah. Did y'all dude. ever play on the computer uh, fucking backyard baseball and backyard yeah. football yes, and shit? Dude, yes. Yeah, Bro, yeah, yeah. I love those games, dude. Those were good. Backyard football and you'd have like the little kid version of Jerry Rice. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, and they made I they made all the like back, little uh, they made all the little toys of them too, so you could get all the did athletes really? as oh, children. Damn, I never yeah. did that. I saw them like I think it was at like CompUSA or something like that huh. in the video game section. They had all of those like figures for the backyard sports That's games. Sick, bro. Yeah. You see how dirty they did my boy Donovan McNabb. On the oh, cover yeah. of backyard football. I know, football. dude. I know, dude. <laughs> bro, this dude's edge up is terrible. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Honestly, the backyard sports like franchise. I played backyard. I played all of them. I played backyard football. Played backyard baseball. Played backyard basketball. Hockey, fucking soccer. Like, I played all of them, dude. They're so I'll, sick. I think I only played football and baseball. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they they were just they were solid computer games they back really when were. computers were pieces of shit. You know what I mean? I mean, there were other really good computer games back then too. You just oh, didn't know about we're, them. Well, we're talking if we're talking Age of Empires, then you know we're talking I mean, Age of Empires. We're talking about like uh, Dark Forces. We're I mean, talking about Marathon. Ooh, Dark Forces. Age of Empires. Age of Empires is my favorite game of all time. It's I've a talked great about one. it extensively. It's a great I fucking one. love Age of Empires. It's a great one. Yeah, it's. I mean, I and the fact that they have Age of Empires on Steam. Is just all that much more motivation for me to finish building my PC so I can just... Why do you need to build a PC? You could play it on that. No, see, I okay, so like three years ago for Christmas, yeah, my parents got me a copy of Age of Empires for Mac. But it was too... My Mac was too new for it. It was that's too old. So cr- that, that's so... That's yeah. not cool. I know. So, but I have a Mac desktop in my room... That's older than this, and I think I should be able to play uh, fucking Age of Empires 2 on it. I just got to buy the DVD on Amazon, or the CD on Amazon. Can you not just download it from Steam? It doesn't. They don't. The Steam only has the Windows versions. Oh, for real? Yeah. That's they ridiculous. Don't, they don't have the Mac versions. Yeah, that's it's so fucking stupid. stupid as shit. It's um, a flawed business model. Have you, tried, have you tried running dual OSs? You know... No, because I'm dumb when it comes to computers. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm really not good with, like, computers. My friend Knox, previous guest Knox Mazzara on the Chain Restaurants episode, uh, he got a, a degree uh, in, like, for computer shit, so I always have him do everything, like, for my computers. You should just ask him what you need to do to run dual OSs. Because then you could yeah. just run... Because if you could just get, like, a weird copy of, like, Windows XP or something... Like to run in the background on your computer, like that'll run Age of Empires one through four, like with no problem. There's, there's literally no game that's better than Age of Empires. I, I, I I've, beg I've to differ. Yeah, I beg I to beg differ. differ but, well. but I, I understand your sentiment, and I. And it's just like, dude. I, I, rem- I get it. I remember coming home from school, in fucking elementary school, firing up the Toshiba laptop that I fucking had, <laughs> and playing Age of Empires for hours, dude. Hours. All right, so y'all heard it here first on Six Deep Podcast. Aaron's a fucking nerd. Dude, I I didn't realize that that was a secret, though. Like, I'm wearing a Digimon shirt right now. Can we fucking get real for a second? I I love, dude. Age of Empires, and and plus, I'm I'm, I'm building a PC because I like PC gaming. Yeah. Anyways, and and, um, I'm just saying, you don't have to wait. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. And I'm, I'm tired of streaming on Twitch uh, through my PS4. I, I like streaming through my computers better. Well, um, I mean, if you're going to stream, like, 
really like newer games, which is what Twitch is mostly focused on. Right, right, then right. Streaming on PC is better, anyways, because your frame rate, like on your on your computer, is going to be better. It's so way better. So it'll stream PS4, better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because when people are watching that PS4 stream, it's not yeah. going to be as smooth as it's on your TV. You know, and I and I, I don't stream a lot. I stream Minecraft on Wednesdays. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Gristle Media. Uh, I stream Minecraft on Wednesdays with a couple of my friends. Um, but I'm, 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 I'm wanting to get into streaming more things on a more regular basis. So that's why I'm kind of looking into finishing out a PC build in order to do that. Um, plus with the PS4, um, the only way you can stream video, put video on your, uh, your streams is if you have a, you know, PS4 webcam, mm-hmm. and I don't, and I don't really have any interest in buying one. Mm. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is what it is, but, yeah. I have one. Nice. I got it for free, though. I feel that. <laughs> yeah, you got the hookup. You work, you, you, you're in a band with two people that work at GameStop. <laughs> I mean, I don't get that many hookups, but, I mean, every once in a while, Eric will be like, hey, I don't want this anymore. Do you want it? And I'll be like, Wait. sure. Does Dave work at GameStop too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did yeah. not know that. I did not know that Bro, until Dave, I went Dave's in there. Dave's the person in y'all's band I talk to the least. So Why? I don't know. I, I have no, some good-ass no, conversations no, with Dave. No we'll reason. have him on here at some point. Oh, yes, dude. We, but, gotta, uh, we gotta get everybody from Hollowed Out on here. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, definitely. I feel like Dave's the only one that would be like, meh about it. Everybody else is gonna want to. <laughs> no, he, I, I think he'd come I, in. I, lo- I think he'd come in. I think he'd have a blast. I love Dave. I did not realize that he worked at GameStop. Until after I streamed on GameStop Twitch with Eric that one time. Uh-huh. And then he was like, let me give you a tour of the office. And we walk through and <laughs> we just show up at Dave's cubicle. I was like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you work here? <laughs> and he was like, he's like, he leads back to his chair. He's like, uh, yeah, man. I-, I was watching your stream. It was, it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I did not he, know you worked he told, here. He told me you were terrible at Mario. Oh, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> when I when I stream games... I love interacting with chat. And so I like, and you can't read chat and talk to chat while you're fucking playing Mario. So I was horrible when we were, <laughs> when we were streaming. Cause I just wanted to like interact with people. Cause it's more fun than just like ignoring everybody and just playing Mario. And trust me, the people on Twitch let me know that I was bad at Mario. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also the fact that, I wasn't really a Nintendo guy growing up. I think I talked about this last time we uh, talked about video games. I was a, a PlayStation guy when I grew up. And and I only had a PS2. I never had an original PlayStation. Um, but I never had like an N64 or anything like that either. The first, I mean, I had Game Boys and stuff. But the first actual console I had for Nintendo was uh, a Wii. And then I got an N64 after the fact, uh, when it was already, like, retro kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. But, uh, I like playing Mario games now. You know? It's a fun way to, like, turn your brain off and relax and just play Mario. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it, it, I find that that's what I like the most about video games is the video games that don't make me think a lot or I'm, don't stress me out, I guess. I'm kind of like, I don't know. It depends. It depends. Yeah, yeah. 
Like some sometimes I'm into that. Sometimes I like. Sometimes I want stuff that makes me like contemplate my own existence when I'm done. So it's. I feel that. Yeah. Well, there's there's one game that I've been playing recently that I'm gonna get into when we get back from break. Uh, that is probably other than Age of Empires, the best game I've ever played. I'm excited to hear about it. Now, Andy, were you a, a World of Warcraft guy? I wasn't. I was a Warcraft okay. 3 guy, but I was not a World of Warcraft guy. And uh, I'm still kind of not really an MMO guy. Like, the only MMO that I really ever got super, super into was, uh, other than RuneScape, because, I mean, who Hell didn't get into yeah. RuneScape, uh, was Destiny. This dude didn't get into RuneScape. <laughs> oh, wow. I he, played RuneScape a little bit. He's played it, but he never got into it. <laughs> but yeah, no, because I, I switched from RuneScape to, to WoW. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, uh, you just went from RuneScape to, like, RuneScape Plus is what happened. Yeah, but, that's the thing. is, And, like, once you start playing WoW, you're like, why would I ever play RuneScape again? Yeah, I, I get you that. You know what I mean? But, I mean, you got to sell that Rune Shimitar for 2K, you know? Yeah. True. But, uh, anyways, um, I, um, the only MMO that I really ever got into was Destiny. And the only, okay. the only reason I liked Destiny was because I, I had a designated crew of people that I played with. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of the band Heretic? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so their, yeah. their guitarist, Jose, he used to be top point zero one percentile in PvP on Destiny. Jesus wow. Christ. Because they used to keep track of your ranks. I don't know if they still do. but And he only played with this gun called No Land Beyond, which was a sniper rifle that didn't have a scope. It was bolt action, so you had to you had to reload it between every shot. Right. That's the only gun he played with, and he was at point zero one percent percent That's but, insane. Yeah. It was ridiculous. But anyways, I was on his team. So we were raiding, you know, twice a week. We were... Going on, you know, whatever they were called every day. I don't, I don't know. But I played a lot of Destiny all the way up through Crota up to um, House of Wolves. And then I lost my job right when House of Wolves came out. And I felt, you know, like a piece of shit when I was playing video games instead of looking for a job. Right. So I quit playing video games for like six months completely right. until I found another job. And by then, I was so far behind everybody, I didn't want to play catch up again. So yeah. I just never played Destiny again. And I tried Destiny 2, and it just wasn't the same. So I just... See, I, I, I got into it. Destiny at Destiny 2. Oh, okay. And, and it's because I got my PS4, and I have you know PS Plus, obviously, um, as you would, uh, being a PlayStation uh, guy. Uh, and so the weekend, you know, one weekend I saw that Destiny 2 was a free download for PS Plus you know, members. So I was like, well, fuck it. It's a free game. You yeah. Know what I mean, I like it. It's a, know, so, it's, it's a solid game. But the thing about, if it's anything like Destiny 1, it is nowhere near the game's experience that it can be unless you have a designated team of people to play with. And that's the thing. MMOs in general are better if you have your, your set crew that you exactly. play with. And, and that's what I had that with World of Warcraft. And I know if I ever go back to World of Warcraft... You know, none of them fucking play anymore, so it's not going to be as fun. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, listen, we finished uh, three beers. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back uh, talking about more video games. Uh, okay, bye. Welcome back to Six Deep, 
We are talking video games with Andy Rhodes today. He was nice enough to let Jonathan and I try one of these vanilla porters, so that's what we're doing now. They look delicious. They are. Jonathan, what pint glass are you drinking out of right now? Um, It's like a Star Wars uh, Christmas Carol thing. And you got Luke and Leia opening their mouths like they did whenever they made out in The Empire Strikes Back. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. So, uh, my, my aunt and uncle, yeah, I wouldn't try to put that in the six deep koozie. That's not going to work. Pocket glasses don't go in koozies. <laughs> my aunt and uncle, they, uh, they got That's me great. a four pack of Christmas Star Wars pint glasses for Christmas. Okay. Uh, so that's that's why I have Christmas themed pint glasses. I, have, I, have I like them. Uh, they're great. Yeah, they're, they're, I think they're, they're really awesome. awesome. They're awesome. Uh, you know they they know me well. I love Christmas. I love beer, and I love Star Wars. Really they know me very well. So really that's, a, that's the Holy Trinity, man. Oh yeah. Um, I am drinking out of my uh, Sam Adams Oktoberfest Stein that I got from a free pint night from Lucky Lou's in Denton. I've mentioned this establishment many times before on this podcast. I love Lucky Lou's more than I love myself. <coughs> and I will be there tomorrow. Jonathan and I both will. Yes, we will. Uh, for a signing. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. are you up. signing? Uh, you know, <laughs> anything. Literally anything. I mean, I'll be signing papers, but, uh, you know, knowing Jonathan, he's going to be signing uh, tits. Feet. Feet, yeah, feet. <laughs> yeah, the podiatrist. Bro, what would you do if we got, if this podcast got successful one day and girls asked you to sign their feet? Dude, y'all should make 60 flip-flops. Oh, my God. We should. You should do them like Paxson used to do back in like 2003 where there's like a cork in the side and you can like put liquor in it. Oh, I remember those. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. That'd be sick. <clears throat> Didn't you work at Paxson for like two months? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Bro, I fucking hate Okay, so like back when I was like 16. Yeah. Back when I well, even younger than that, Paxson used to be fucking cool. Yeah. I, you know what I, mean? I never really shopped there. But it, but it used to like... It used to be like, uh, you know, oh, it's summertime. Let's hit up the outlet mall and go to PacSun and get some, like, fucking, like, Ruka fucking board shorts or, like, some Vulcan board shorts kind of thing. Right. Now it's like, let's go there and roofie women. That's what it feels like when you walk <laughs> yeah. into a PacSun. Bro, PacSun fucking sucks. It feels now. like a frat party as soon as you walk in. It's horrible. It's like, yeah. I'm just imagining them handing out free drinks to girls <laughs> yeah. as they walk in. Like, I, I, I totally honestly, get that vibe. Okay, honestly, so <coughs> I went from working at Vans, where you had to be 18 to work there, to be to working as a system manager at PacSun, where you did not have to be 18 to work there. So I was managing... I, I, I come into a full crew of people that my general manager hired already... All 16-year-old girls. And I was like, first of all, this is strange. Like, this is weird. And then, Jonathan, please stop wheezing into the mic. I'm sorry, oh God. I was playing cup pong for a second. <laughs> went, hey, video games. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then, like, I would sit there and watch, like, my fucking manager that was 28 years old. 
sorry, I dropped my 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 koozie. Uh, my manager that's twenty eight years old, like, gives special treatment to these like, and just be weird with these sixteen year old girls. I'm like, this is not good. Hey man, when he's sixty eight and they're fifty six, I mean, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Hell I'm, I, yeah! <laughs> hell yeah! <laughs> Jonathan wants to be anywhere but here right now. Nah, dude, I like it, dude. This. I'm not gonna lie, dude. This this Andy ran through like the proper way to drink an IPA. No, that's not an IPA. That's not an IPA. Well, that's a porter. I don't, I'm not. Yeah, a, I'm not an IPA guy. Okay, I like, good. I like stouts and porters. All right, so he uh, showed me the proper way to drink a porter. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. This is by it's, the way, it's very. Yeah, it's this very is good. fantastic. That is my favorite beer. But this what, is I, great. what I like about it, it's dark, but it doesn't have that bitter aftertaste. Well, it doesn't have the bitter aftertaste because we know how to drink. The number it one now. reason why, yeah, the number reason yeah. one reason why it doesn't have that bitter aftertaste is because you're drinking it the right way. Interesting. Yeah, Dude, you learn something new every day. Yeah, and this is one of the most important lessons I've ever had. I, I mean, I, in two gulps, I'm like halfway done with this beer. Yeah, it's, it's so, so easy to drink. It's yeah. so good. It's really filling, though. Like, super yeah. fucking filling. Well, I think that was one of our problems when we did that episode with yeah. all dark beers. You don't is drink that six we of wanted them. to fucking die after <laughs> four I, of them. I destroyed a racetrack bathroom that night. Dude, yeah, I had to, you threw up everywhere. I've had two, and I mean, granted, I've had some pizza, but I've had two. I can't drink anymore tonight. Yeah, I feel like, that. and it's not like way. it's not because like I'm feeling it, like because I'm not feeling anything, with, right. not with this gut, but um, like, hey, heard that, <laughs> but um, I, uh, it's just so filling. It's like it's like a meal. Oh yeah, it's very good. I, I'm, I'm I'm very stoked on it. Speaking of pizza, this episode's brought to you by Little Caesars. So that's what we're eating right now. Yeah, we're gonna get sued. Yeah, Little Caesars. This is bad press. This this is bad press for Little Caesars. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's let's launch back into video games. Um, video what I want to do is games. I want to start talking about what games are each of us playing now. Okay. Like, what are we playing um, right this yeah, second? Well, not right this second because right this well, I mean, second. Not right I'm this second, but I mean like like when I when I I'm go playing. home, what am I gonna? What yeah, am I gonna when you up? go home tonight, you're not gonna go to bed. Gotcha. You're gonna play some video games, obviously. Yeah. Low Once five. I drop Jonathan off, I'm coming back home and playing video games. Yeah. What, what, what do you? Yeah. What, what, what's in your rotation right now? You know what I mean? Gotcha. Uh, Andy, you're our guest. You can start. All right. Uh, right now, I am playing um, Star Ocean: Integrity and Faithless, Faithlessness. Um, and what, what console is that for? It's a PS4 game. Okay. And then I'm also playing Dragon Quest 11 on PS4, and I'm also playing Valkyrie Chronicles. Four, Valkyria Chronicles Four. My bad. On Switch. Word. Nice. Word. Now, and we are not friends on PS4 or Switch. Actually, why is that? Yeah, we're not friends on PS4 either. I don't really play games online, but okay. we can totally be friends. Like, send each other messages. See, I don't really play <laughs> games much online, anyways. Like either. Like I play Smash with streaming. I play Smash with you like any day. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. like I Smash Bros is the only online game I'm playing right now. Um. Yeah, I feel that. Um. Yeah, I never. Unless I'm streaming on PS4, I don't really play any online. I mean, I'll play some <coughs> some Rainbow Six Siege with my friends every once in a while if they're online already. Yeah. Um. But I just like going online and see what seeing what everybody's playing. 
Oh yeah, I'm and not, I'm not saying I won't be friends, yeah. friends with you. I'm not saying I won't be friends with you. I'm just saying like if you're wanting to be friends so we can play Madden or we can play, you know, COD, it's not going to happen. I'm just going to no, be honest yeah, with I you. Feel that. I mean, I don't even play Jonathan. I don't even play with Jonathan when it comes to Madden. It's because he's scared, bro. Because I'm gonna cream his ass, dude. Oh, which uh, which Madden game was it where you could like train your own dude and like make super players and stuff to take, put them in teams and play online? I mean, you can pretty much do that, with, or not online. I don't know about online. That that might be like a. Uh, second gen consoles. No, it was it was like PS3, I think, because Chris killed. Chris is that, is that third gen? I mean, I mean three. Yeah, PS3. <laughs> All right, look. But uh, anyways, because like uh, I don't know if you guys know That's Chris Chris so. Kilgore, another heretic plug. Not meaning yeah. to do that so much, but uh, he he loves Madden as well. And what he did was he made a guide only gave him specs to kick field goals. And so he was only kicking field goals from the opposite side of the, of the field. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. fucking sneaky. Yeah, dude, that's was, funny as fuck. It yeah. was awesome. Hilarious. It was hilarious. That was the only thing I, I saw be, that made me want to play that game. I would be so pissed off, dude, if I was online playing Madden and some dude beat me off with just kicking field goals from the other side of the field, dude. I would literally break my controller. <laughs> yep. Like yep. I, I. Oh my god. It was. It was Bro, hilarious. Speaking of broken controllers, you know who fucking broke my PS4 controller? Emily. No. She she the only video game she plays is fucking PUBG, PUBG on mobile on her phone. Yeah, you guys talked um, about this last yeah. video game episode. But uh, <laughs> I think we talk about like way too often. <laughs> but, <laughs> but when we were recording with Eric and Knox walks walked in because him and I were doing something later that night. He plays PS4. He plays Fortnite while we're recording. Later that night, I go to see my fucking, uh, my controller, and one of the joysticks, the rubber around it, is fucking broken off. And I was like, God damn it. How do people do that? I don't know. I mean, so, so I got that controller used in the first place. It's the only controller I have, because I'm too cheap to buy a second controller, and I never have guests over to play, like, two-player games anyways. Like, if I'm playing with somebody, I'm playing with them online. Do you, do you need a PS4 controller? Oh, <laughs> don't. I will. I will get my own. Don't worry. Okay. Because I have I got, three. Thank you, though. Thank I only you. Need, I appreciate I that. only need two. I've got three. See, I don't, I don't even think I need two, though. Well, like, the reason I have two is because I have mine, which is like the classic PlayStation gray with right. the co- like with the like rainbow colored um, mm. PlayStation logo on it. Right. Yeah. And then I have my wife's, which is one that I bought her, so she could play her games with her controller. Okay. Main. I mainly did that because she kept like play with mine and the battery would be dead and when I want to yeah. play something it was dead and so I was like here kill your own controller <laughs> um, but hers is like this like teal and purple it's really cool looking does uh, awesome. your wife play a lot of uh... I'm sorry y'all does she, does she play a lot of video games she didn't until a couple years ago um, like she played some games growing up like we all did you know yeah, everybody played something growing up, sure. but not everybody like got into it. Not everybody had like an emotional response the way that I definitely did. Right, um, and she didn't until fairly recently. I think the turning point was she was watching me play Final Fantasy 15, mm-hmm. and uh, she would just walk through the room every once in a while I was playing, and then she ended up sitting down next to me while I was playing, and then got to the point where she's like, "You can't play this unless I'm watching because I need to know what happens next." Kind of like what I was talking about earlier, that right. I need to know what happens next moment. Right. Hers was Final Fantasy fifteen. Okay. So since then, she's played a few different games. In that's sometimes she, that's all it takes to get you into video she's games. She's played dude. some. Yeah. She's played some taxing, long RPGs. Right. And, okay. uh 
Like, I don't know if you guys have heard of the Nino Kuni games, mm-hmm. but she beat both of those, and she's uh, 80 hours into Persona 5. Jesus Christ. Yeah, she, she, like, jumped in. Like, when she realized what video games could be as a form of, entertain- of entertainment and, like, a form of, like, escaping reality, I guess, she jumped in. Oh, yeah. And it's pretty awesome because, like, now she kind of gets... Because before that, she didn't get it. She was just like, oh, video games. You just shoot stuff and... And run around. I'm like, no, no. It's it's it can be a bigger experience than that. Well, and, uh, Emily, Emily's kind of the same way. I mean, so when when I got into WoW in college, she also got into WoW in college. Okay, and she was better than me. I mean, she was fucking great at World of Warcraft. Um, and then it's that grind, man. You know, if yeah, it, exactly. If you if you can take the grind, then then it's all. And, and it, it's just like pun. I mean, all. <laughs> It's fucking doing quests over and over and over. Finishing a quest. Going to do another quest. I mean, it's just fucking... And that's what she liked about it. She didn't really like raids. She didn't really like doing dungeons or anything like that. Oh, like, so she, she wasn't, liked the she fucking wasn't, quests. She wasn't like the look at my loot whore. She was more like the no, yeah, just like stack was, up quests and do fetch stuff. Yeah, Got she it. was like fucking great at quests. Got it. Um... She had like, and this was back when level ninety was like the top level. Oh man, the only time I ever um, played WoW—I mean, I didn't get into WoW, but I played like for a very, very short time period of time. Yeah. Like level sixty was the top. I think that was okay. like vanilla, like first launch, or maybe like Witch yeah. King or something. Like super early on. I right. think. I think that's that was probably first launch. Yeah, so I think Lich, I, I Lich think King. I, I think was like seventy. Yeah, I think I think I only got I to like level. Band. <laughs> I think I only got to like level twenty. Like I didn't okay. play. I didn't play religiously or anything. It's a really solid game. I know. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like one of those things. Like I know what it is, and I know it's very good. Right. But it just wasn't for me. Well, and, and they do a great job in the fact that you can play for free up to level fifteen. Yeah, and I mean, then it, I don't think it, you could back then, then. I think oh, back really? then. I think back then I had like the thirty day free trial. Like it was, uh, it was a yes, time thing. That, that was a, okay. that was a thing. But I actually quit playing before that thirty days was up because See, I just I just wasn't feeling it. Right. See, back back when I first started, it was you can play free up until level fifteen, and then you gotta. And I remember I would I played for free. It took me one day to get to level fifteen because I was playing with a friend that already had an account, which means we got double XP. Uh, whenever we quested together, and um, <laughs> we fucking, I, it took me one day to get to level fifteen, and then the next day I was fucking fiending for it to the point where I went to Kroger and bought for, <laughs> I bought like fucking World of Warcraft credits and told my parents that I just was going grocery shopping because I was in college I didn't have a job they kind of like gave me an allowance kind of thing so they and saw the receipt was from Kroger and they, they didn't saw the receipt was from Kroger and they're like uh, you just like on the bank statement thing. yeah just on the bank statement it said Damn. Kroger and I was like yep <laughs> and it was for fucking World of Warcraft <laughs> <laughs> and I did that oh, for man. months dude that's hilarious <laughs> yeah because because I kind of I just paid for it like month to month I didn't. Uh, it's like I had a, I have a friend named George. I haven't hung out with him in a while, but for a while, his parents had a credit card they gave him that he was allowed to use for ga- gas and groceries, and he yeah. used it for everything except for gas and groceries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they just didn't question it. We always, uh, what I would always do is I would have like a set like grocery allowance back then because <laughs> that was my freshman year. So I had 
a meal plan at UNT. <coughs> so it's not like I had to cook for myself or like buy my own food anyways, but I would have like a set like Kroger grocery allowance just for like snacks and stuff. And um sorry Jonathan, give me one second. Let me let me finish this beer. Uh one second. God, that beer is so good. Okay. Right, let's pop these real quick. Let's, let's pop these fourth. Um, and what I would do is I would then take that, like, I think it was like $40 a week, maybe, maybe even like $30 a week. But, uh, I would take that and I would then buy like a $25 Chili's gift card at Kroger. (laughs) (laughs) And then I would take my happy ass to Chili's. Bro, Dude, that was, is that is grocery that is grocery shopping for a king. Bro, that's fucking scamming right there. Dude, that is like legit. That's like the people that are like, yeah, you know, you get these, you you got this gift card at Target for for buying all these things, then you use those gift cards to buy Visa gift cards so you can go yes. shop somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. It's it's the exact fucking thing. And uh, <laughs> um, so I so I work for my parents' company right now. And every every year for our Christmas party, they would always buy tons and tons of gift cards at Kroger. And I would know when they buy gift cards at Kroger because we have, like, a, a Kroger Rewards, whatever the fuck. Yeah. And, and <laughs> during you, the holidays... You get all the points. Yeah, during the holidays, <laughs> they would have double points for gift cards. Yeah. So then I would go fill up my gas tank, like, a day after... My like mom would go get like fucking five hundred dollars worth of gift cards, and I would get like, dude, last last year, last Christmas, I go to pick up Ballista's merch order. I'm driving home in the van. I'm like, fuck, I need gas. Stop off at a Kroger, put in my number in, put my number in. It was like you have one dollar off per gallon, and I was like, uh, I'm about to get get a uh, fucking like, I'm about to get gas for eighty cents a gallon. That's awesome. It's it was fucking great. That's yeah. crazy. That's so it was awesome. fantastic. Um, but yeah, this week we're six deep in scamming the system. <laughs> I guess this week we're <laughs> six deep in using your parents. Yep. Um, so, Jonathan, what are you playing right now, bro? These hoes. Oh my fucking! <laughs> no, God. I'm playing. I'm playing. Have you ever heard that song by Bad Baby? <laughs> Um, that these hoes song? I have not. It's a it's a great song. I need to listen to it's, it. It's it's almost as good as Gucci flip flops. Okay, I'm gonna listen to that definitely. Um, uh, video games I'm playing right now. Um, so mostly Madden. But so um, recently I had just gotten into the Dark Souls series. Great series. Yeah, it's an awesome series. Great so, series. Like, <clears throat> I started watching. Unfortunately, uh, Super Best Friends broke up. You know that made me super sad. Because, like, I a lot of the times, dude, I don't play video games, but I, like, I'll sit there and I'll watch people play video games. And it brings yeah. me the same enjoyment. Um, especially with personalities like theirs. And so there, I, I went back and I watched, uh, I think the first one I watched was Dark Souls 2. And I started watching all the other ones and I was like, I need to play these games. These look so much fun. It's a good thing you, you know? started with Dark Souls 2 because that's the worst game it in the franchise. It is, it is, it is. Definitely the worst one. It's the only game in that franchise that I will actually say I do not like. Exactly. Like, I mean, Demon Souls is cool. Demon Souls is the best Dark game. Dark Souls 1 
I th- I like Dark Souls one the best. That's my that's my absolute favorite one. Because... Have you played Demon Souls yet? Yeah, I played Demon Souls. Okay, Demon. In, in my opinion, uh-huh. like Demon Souls was their magnum opus. Really, and the director uh, Miyazaki, like that is the best game he will ever make. In my opinion, okay. I feel like that was his peak. Every just... game, every game he's done after that, I feel like has tried to be that. Right, and has fallen short in a lot of areas. I, I will agree. Dark Souls one is a fantastic game. I just like but... I, I love the story of that game. Yeah, it's and good. The, uh, the, uh, um, what is it called? Wow, dude, I'm blanking on this, like, this, this phrase, um, where you buy it and it's, like, extra, extra content. The DLC? DLC. Thank you. Wow, I could not think of that. The Arturius of the Abyss? Arturius, dude, one of my favorite DLCs of all time. The problem with that DLC? <laughs> yeah. Um, and the only reason I'm going to talk about this is because this game isn't actually on one of my lists. Um, so I'm, I'm going to actually kind of, kind of go off on it for a second. Okay. The reason that that DLC kind of blows, um, content wise, it's phenomenal. Right. The problem with that is if you had a 360, that was a two gig download. Really? Right? If you had a PS4, that was an 800 kilobyte download. Do you know what that means? Okay. Yeah, that's a it means huge it was, difference. It means it was on the disc. Right. It means that that DLC already existed right. before <laughs> the game was launched. And right. that, so they could, have, they could have had it on the game. Just it was in intended general. to be on the game, but when Microsoft <laughs> bought rights from them and paid them to, to port it, Right, they had to cut something because 360 games right. were DVDs and PS3 games were Blu-rays. Right, so the 360 games couldn't fit that much information on it. So what they did was they were like, okay, we're going to take this entire section of the game that actually gives you plot and makes and ties everything together. Exactly, and we're going to pull it out. Exactly, and we're going to give you this, which gives you an incomplete story. Right, and then we're going to make you pay ten dollars, twenty dollars, how much it was to be able to experience. The entirety of it to Arturius and I, I, I just I, I think that Artorius boss fight is worth that that extra money, dude, because it is the cool dude, it, to it, this it's day. So good. To this, it's, it's the so coolest. Good. It's the coolest boss my, fight. My ever. problem with it, like I said, is is on disc DLC right. is a scam. Right? No, it's, it's a scam. And, and this this it's is why Microsoft is some hoes, bro. Uh, it wasn't Microsoft's fault, though. No, that was 100% from software. They chose yeah, to pull that. They could have pulled anything else. They could have pulled Painted World. The Painted World is a, completely, is a completely optional part of the game that doesn't do anything for the plot. It's no. cool, it, right. but it, it, is cool. it could have been DLC, and it would have been fine. Bro, what about that? Uh, I just Whenever I think about the Painted World, I'm just like, bro, why wasn't this in the game to begin with? I don't feel that way about our, the Artorias. The, no, the Arturius of the Abyss yeah. should have been in the base game. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. It's painted, 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 painted yeah. World is something that Cause, like totally because like in Painted World, like the whole the whole premise of Painted World is that it's optional. Exactly. That's the premise of it. But like, but whenever, Arturius, especially yeah, whenever when you, you fight Arturius and then when you see Sif as a puppy, exactly. it's not optional anymore. It, that, that is the coolest. Like, dude, I've never felt like. I never felt more connected to a franchise than I did whenever I played through that. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's like, fantastic. It's it's insane, dude. Like, um, but yeah, the Pain of World. I was kind of like, all right. Well, I mean, I love Pain of World. I think it's cool. It's cool. Dungeon design's cool. The uh, the Reaper lady boss that disappears mm-hmm. is so freaking cool. It's a great. Right. It's a great design. Like right. everything about Pain of World is awesome, except from a plot per- perspective, it's completely optional for a reason. Right. Right. Which uh, I do think uh, Dark Souls 3 uh, did a great job with their DLC. I haven't finished it yet. You haven't finished it yet? No. It's, it's, it's awesome. I like I like what I've played, but I haven't finished it yet. I, I was more disappointed with the uh, the, nor- the regular 
you know, just game that you buy than I was with. The, I like I love the DLC way more because it's a it's a huge nostalgia trip. You know what I mean? Like the whole the DLC is a huge nostalgia trip. That, I whole, that whole game is a huge nostalgia no, trip. Like I haven't finished Dark Souls three. Okay, yet. like that's that's one of my. I have a huge backlog of games. Yeah. Um, because I buy so many games and I love so many games, so I have a huge backlog. And right. Dark Souls three is is one of the they, games that I need to finish. That Bro, game, that's that's the number one complaint that Emily has with me is that I have such a backlog of games. Every time I want to buy a new game, she's like, well, you don't even play the games that you have. And I was like, that is literally not the point. Like, so my wife, I love my wife. I'm going to just say her name, Megan, because I okay. keep saying my wife. So I'm just going to put, put a yeah, name. The terrible, I'm going to put, I'm going to put a name to the term, not name <laughs> to the face, but you know, whatever. Anyways. Oh, uh, so my wife, Megan, uh, she's on that whole Marie Kondo thing right now where, uh-huh. you know, you go, I through, think it's pronounced Marie calendars. No. Anyways, so you go through all your stuff and you and you like decide, okay, does this actually bring me joy or do I just have it to have it? Right. And you right. get rid of stuff that's not necessary. Um, and so we were going through my video games and like you was like I was like trying to explain to her like you don't understand. And then she brought up this quote from the lady that's a really really great quote that I can't disagree with more when it comes to video games. And that's when you buy a book, your time to read it is now. When you if you don't read it now, then it's not ever going to get read, and so you just put it to the side, and then it just sits on your shelf forever. And you never read it, and she was like, so, many... "She was like, that's the way it is with video games too." I'm like, "No, it's not." That how, is many, not <laughs> how many? How not many? How many goddamn times have you read a book over again? I've never read a book over again. Oh, ever. I, I, I have read Ender's Game by Orson. Sorry, right, nobody cares about that times. But nobody anyways, cares about anyways, game. I agree with that. I agree with that quote about books. Yeah, yeah, exactly. About that's what books. I was like, it's great. I have tons of books that I bought and didn't read immediately, and I still haven't fucking read them. No, no yeah. But, Same. And but you never will. About, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you exactly. never will. You know, last but time about I read a book? video games? When? The last time I read a book was in high school. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I, I've read, a, like, I've read books after weird, that. And here's the weird thing. In high school, in middle school, in elementary school, I loved reading. I love reading because it's super fucking cool. You know, you kind of imagine, like, the world in your head from the writer's point of view. You kind of interpret yeah. what they say. You know, I thought it was super cool, but, like, after high school, I was like, I don't have to read anymore? Hell yeah, I'm never reading again. <laughs> like, I, I, I just... I, I, we I we like gotta do a six deep in books sometimes, because, like, I'm not, like, an avid reader. Yeah. You could, you could be the co-host on that episode. But, you can replace well, no, the, me. No, the thing is, like, about, <laughs> about reading, though, is, like... Like the books I like to read are like late eighteen hundred sci fi. Oh, like, I've read uh, all of them basically. What's the What's the one? H. Um, G. Wells, Jules Verne, H. P. Lovecraft. Yes, yeah, that stuff I is love... that is my jam. It's definitely Edgar Rice Burroughs. Like, um, especially when you think about like this, like like how just the thought process behind all of it. Like, yeah, that, that that is definitely super yeah. interesting. I like reading. It's great. I, I don't do it often anymore. I just like I don't jerking have the fucking off time too much to read. Like I could, I like. I mean, between am work, I, am ballista, I podcast, video games, jerking off. Like, who the fuck has time to read? My thing is, dude. If I'm sitting there at home, like, oh yeah, you know what? I should probably read a book. I'm like, but you know what's better? I should probably jerk off. <laughs> like that's 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 the bottom line, dude. Jerking off has replaced reading for Aaron, me. Yes. What are you playing right now? Right. <laughs> Are you done with your list of what you're playing? <laughs> I literally said Dark Souls. Yeah, and Madden. No. And Madden. 
Um, also, you also play Overwatch. I'm, I'm a, a little bit. Like I only play Overwatch with other people. Right. That's it. But well, also, you can only play it with other people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, you can play it by yourself. Like you can play against bots. Okay, but, but you know what I mean. Like, like I know, I know close, what you mean. Close friends online. It was a joke, bro. It went over my it head. It was a joke. It went way over my head, like an airplane. <laughs> but I'm also, I've also hey, been great playing. Movie. I've also <laughs> been playing a lot of RuneScape Mobile because I fucking I, know you have. I love, I love RuneScape. Are that you mining is, or making fires, bro? I'm, I'm just. I've never been one into like skills. Oh, I, I'm a straight just combat. Just you know, you know what my favorite RuneScape memory is. What? It, I got pwned. Okay. So I was trying to sell this. Like you remember the Black H five shields? And this is before. Is this before the Grand Exchange? Or is this after the Grand Exchange? I don't even know what the Grand Exchange is. Okay, so it's definitely before the Grand Exchange. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, so do you remember the Black H5 shields? Yes, I Like do. the ones with the, like, the little yellow the, and red yeah. pieces. So I had a Black H5 shield, and I was trying to sell it for 12 k Because back then it was worth 12 k And this right. is back before they changed how the economy worked. Because when they changed how the economy worked, I quit playing the game. Like when, really? when you had to sell things for what the game deemed was it was worth, and they yeah. turned it into like communist. Is that what you're talking about by the Great Exchange? The, so the Grand Exchange helped me because whenever I first started playing RuneScape, I was a young boy. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was a lot younger. Like a young 9, boy. 10, 11, 12. You know what I mean? So I was like, I didn't understand that shit. So I feel like it definitely helped younger players, but it did not help older players it that broke, were serious. It broke the economy. And exactly. That, and, and at that point, that game was just an economy game. It wasn't anything else. No, it really wasn't. Like, if you could fight, cool. That's that you weren't You weren't shit unless you had money. That was the point of that game was to right. be rich. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I was trying to sell this Black H5 shield for, like, 12K. Uh-huh. And this guy comes up to me. And you know how you could, like, hover over people's names and say their battle level? Yeah. Well, I was, like, battle level, like, 45 or something. Right. And he was, like, battle level 6. Right. right. And uh, he was just like, hey, uh, I dropped all my gold out in the wilderness because some dude killed me. I want to go see if it's still out there. I want to buy that shield from you. Can you help me out? Right. I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Why not? So I follow him out into the wilderness. And so I don't know if they still do the stats this way. But back then, the only stats that changed your battle level Uh was your melee abilities. Right. Any other stat did not change your... So he's wearing a bronze helmet. And he's holding a little bronze shimitar. And he's wearing, like, you know, peasant clothes. And he's like, yeah, we're going to go out in the wilderness so I can get my gold because I got pwned by some dude. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So, because this is back when the wilderness was the only PvP area. This is before the arena even existed. Exactly. Right? And so we go up and we go in super far to wilderness. You keep passing the signs that say, past here, this level range. Right. We get out there. There's no pile of gold. This guy changes into full <laughs> wizard garb yep. and one shots me. And he takes my black H5 shield. Oh he also my takes my God. two rune shimitars I was trying to sell. And he takes every piece of armor I'm wearing. Because, you know, that was back when you literally dropped everything right. except for one piece of armor. Right. And so, you, you or had, like maybe two pieces of armor. And so, like I right. had like I had like my chest plate, and I had those stupid rainbow boots, and that was it from the fucking stronghold of security. From, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. insane. And that's it, hilarious. Because and I had no idea because I didn't know that battle levels didn't change based off of your magic skill or your archery skill. Because something similar happened to me once with an archer right, right after that, and that's when I learned my lesson. Right. That's hilarious. Oh yeah, he took like I think I had like a hundred thousand gold on me too. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Wow. 
Yeah, do you see? So, like, I, I just play RuneScape. I'm just, I'm just leveling my character up. I'm just trying to get, you know, <coughs> the next best armor. Like, that, that's the thing that keeps me going. Like, I don't For know. For sure. Because I remember being a little kid when everybody else was playing RuneScape, and I'd see my friends, older <coughs> friends, that had all this badass shit, max level, stuff like that. I'm just like, okay, like... I want to get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, so we got to keep it moving here. So I'm going to just say a few of the games that I'm playing right now. I don't want to give a lot away because we're going to be doing top five new gen games. Or at least me and Jonathan are um, after this. But uh, I've been playing a lot of the new Spider-Man game. I um, It's a solid game. Is it? So it is I talked about... Good. The PS2 Spider-Man games when I was... Spider-Man 2 um, was the best game until this one. Absolutely. I was talking about those uh, last episode and how much I fucking love those. At at that point, I had still never played the PS4 Spider-Man game yet. Um, I meant to to reach out to you after I listened to that episode and tell you to play it. Yeah, and and, and I wanted to play it. My only problem is that I, I... my PS4 has limited space. And I kept putting Spider-Man on the back burner for some fucking reason. I don't know why. Um, and then I just filled up space. I finally got a, an external hard drive a couple weeks ago. And as soon as I got an external hard drive, now I have you know two more terabytes of space. That's really so I'm cool. fucking buying games left and right. I bought Red Dead Redemption 2 this morning. I still need to play that I one. I am patiently waiting for y'all to fucking leave so I can play it. <laughs> but Because um, I, I bought it this morning and I was super late at work today. So I have not been able to play it yet. Um, but I've heard nothing but good things about that game. Yeah, I've heard it's really but, great. Uh, let me tell you. When I played Spider-Man on the PS4. I immediately got transferred back to me. Being fucking 13, 14 years old, playing Spider-Man on the PS2, and, and, and loving every second of it. I beat the story mode in Spider-Man, uh, the PS4 Spider-Man, in a day and a half, and I did not want to quit playing. So then I backtracked, and I started to 100% the game. Still working on that now, but... I mean, I, there's I actually, nothing better than that. Actually, like, I haven't actually played the new Spider-Man game yet, but I've watched my friend play a yeah. lot of it. And so I know it's a solid, solid game. It is so and, good. And uh, I was actually with him while he was doing the 100% for all of the photos, the secret photos you have to take. Yeah. There's some really trippy ones, man. Yeah. There's some really crazy ones. Like, why would I take a picture of that type stuff? Yeah. No, um, absolutely. Did you find uh, Malcolm Murdoch's office? Not yet. I'm, like I'm Darede- that... Daredevil's office. It's, I, uh... it's like it's like if you go to the Devil's Kitchen area or whatever. Hell's Kitchen. Hell's yeah, Kitchen. Yeah. yeah, if you go to the Hell's Kitchen area, you can find his. his... That's crazy. Yeah, it's really cool. We well, you know what's funny is that uh, um, I was playing the game, and all of a sudden I like I was looking at like where I was in New York, and I was like, "This is fucking familiar." Yeah, the map like, is the map is identical. It's identical. It's yeah. crazy. They replaced the bull with the dog, though. I don't know if you've seen that. The the bull. Oh, that's I at, haven't noticed at, that. the bull at Wall Street. Yeah, they replaced it with that dog from. Um, God, what what comic is it from? It's this. It's this bulldog. It's like a. It's like a psychokinetic bulldog villain or something. Okay. 
Um, yeah, I'm still I'm still working on hundred percenting it. I kind of put it on the back burner for a little bit due to playing. Let's crack these last ones. Uh, due to playing uh, a game I'll get into when we start talking top five. Um, but uh, y'all are on six beer. We haven't even started our lists yet. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but let me tell you, I, I love Spider Man. I love the Spider-Man games. Spider-Man is my favorite superhero. And I can honestly say that no other superhero has a game as good as Spider-Man. Uh, Arkham Asylum? No, he's right. No. Let me tell you. Okay, right. I very you much so, so Aaron's right. enjoy Batman games. Yeah. I was t- I was talking about I had a, a, a Batman no, Telltale I, I, I mean, game I mean, that I, I loved uh, right. back when I, Batman you know, Telltale. Yeah, uh, on the Switch. I don't have it anymore because I, I just stopped playing it. But um, I, Batman games are great. Arkham Asylum is great. Arkham Asylum is the best Batman game. It still does not hold a candle nope. to Spider Man, which is funny because this new Spider Man game actually takes a lot of influences from the Arkham games. Yeah, but improves on them in so many ways. Like it's it's insane. It's absolutely insane. But. Uh, so why don't we go ahead and start talking lists? Um, Andy, you're our guest. We're gonna go five, 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 four, 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 three, 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 two, two, two. One, can I do one. my Can I do my top five of all time first, and then yes. we'll go to current stuff? Yes, please do. Oh, well, yeah. Why don't you go through with a short explanation of each all of your five top five all time, and then we'll start doing current stuff. Cool. And Jonathan, and I'll cool. jump in after that. I wouldn't be surprised if you guys have never heard any of my top five of all okay. time. Okay. Because most of them are kind of old. Gotcha. But I'm gonna. I brought. I brought. Oh wow! List. You brought a paper. I did because I wanted to make sure that I <laughs> bro, didn't it's forget. Printed out. Yeah. Andy is. really is an adult, bro. I'm an adult. I I printed things on a computer because only adults know to do that. Anyways. Exactly. Right, so my my top five of all time. Uh, I'm gonna start off with one that I already talked about earlier. My number five is uh, Fantasy Star Two on the Sega Genesis. It was the first uh, role playing game I ever played. Um. It was not the first role-playing game I ever beat because it's very difficult. So I didn't beat it until much later in life I went back and finished it. But, like, all of the – everything about that game just brought so much nostalgia to me. Like, still does. Like, they they made a free version of it for the phones. And I went through and I beat it again on my phone. Um, All the music, all the characters, everything just gives me the warm fuzzies inside. Right. Um, Number four is kind of controversial. Um, It is – Nintendo 64, Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask. Okay, that's that's a that's a great one. That is the best Zelda game to the date. It's it's way better than Ocarina of Time. It is. I the, played, thing about, uh, the, thing, the thing about it is they took the source code of Ocarina of Time and they smoothed it out. It was literally Ocarina of Time if Ocarina of Time was a better game. Yeah, it's like that's, so good. It's I played Majora's Mask on the 3DS. The 3DS yeah. version was okay. I never played it on N64, but so, I did play it Did on you get 3DS. all the masks? No, I... Then you didn't play kinda, the game. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're, no, you're absolutely right. The only reason I say um, that is because the game was designed for you to get all the masks before you fight the final boss. Well, and so so I I got a, I had a 3DS for a while. Then I got the Switch. And when I got the Switch, I sold my 3DS pretty quick. Now I really now regret, regret it. Because it, they're, totally yeah. they're totally different. They're totally different. Because when I, when I got my Switch, I was very ignorant in the fact that, like, oh, I could bring this everywhere. 
That's not the case. You can, but you have to accommodate it. The only, yeah, exactly. The only time I really ever bring my Switch anywhere is when I'm traveling. Yep. And that's it. That's It's great for traveling. And for me, it's really great for my commute to work because I take the train to work. So, like, I can just oh, yeah, I can great. just pull it out and play it for 30, 45 minutes, and it's great. But, uh, anyways, yeah, no, Majora's Mask, in my opinion, is the best Zelda game ever made. And here's why. It's short, but not too short. Correct. Um, I do like really long games. I do not like really long Zelda games. Now, do you like Breath of the Wild? I love. Breath- should we get in that later? It's or? not in my top. It's okay, not my okay. top five current. So I'll go ahead and talk about Breath of the Wild. I love Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Um, but where it's Breath too- of the, where yeah. where Breath of the Wild falls short for me is plot because yeah, exactly. the, pl- the plot of Breath of the Wild is that all the important stuff happened ten thousand years ago, and you're just in a post-apocalyptic nothing, doing nothing of any significance. Exactly. And yeah. As cool of an idea as that is, how many times have we seen that in Fallout? How many times have we seen that in that Borderlands? That is like the basis of Fallout. That is the basis this, of yeah. every post-apocalyptic game ever. Exactly. And instead of like taking a fantasy world and being like, you can reverse this, or you can change this, or you can stop it from happening again, you're literally just going through and doing nothing that changes anything for anybody except for the castle. Right. Yeah. You, you, get yeah. rid of, you get rid of Ganon's spirit in the castle. Not even Ganon. There's no villain in the game. There's no villain. There's no nope. conflict. Right. Like, and that was my issue with it. Cause like every time I was watching, like, cause I got all the flashback cutscenes. So every time I got to a cutscene that was like, this is what happened 10,000 years ago. I was like, well, why can't I play that game? Cause that game looks like right. a better game. Right. Well, it, so, but anyways, breath of the wild's great. It's no, it's a fantastic it is, does game. does not hold a candle to majority. No, it does not. But yeah. the thing it, about, it doesn't even hold a candle. As far as I'm concerned, gameplay wise. Yes. I think it's one of the best Zelda games. It's it's, it's not it's not better than N sixty four Zelda games. Mechanically, uh, mechanically, it's probably one of the best games ever made. Mechanically, if we're talking strictly mechanically, but I'm talking about whenever you're playing through Majora's Mask, Ocarina of Time, yeah. you just have a better time playing it. Yep. But obviously, you know, Breath of the Wild is going to be a little bit better. You know, fucking twenty something years later, it should be. It should be. Yeah. But the story-wise, it's not nearly There's, as good. Yeah, because there isn't one. But exactly. anyways, so yeah, Majora's Mask. I think that the the process of getting the masks, the bomber's book that you use to go through all the side quests and and get to know all of the NPCs, so that right. you can get the masks from them. Yeah, and the way you keep track of everything you do, it is. Everything that a JRPG needed to be at that moment that right. JRPGs didn't know they needed to be. You right. know what I mean? Right. Right. And it wasn't even a JRPG. It was an action-adventure game made by exactly. Nintendo, um, which is a Japanese company. But it wasn't like – it wasn't a Final Fantasy. It wasn't uh-huh. a Xenogears. It wasn't a – and those were the games it was competing with. Mm-hmm. It was competing with Final Fantasy VIII. It was competing with Xenogears. It and was Final competing Fantasy with – Final Fantasy VIII was fantastic. Oh, yeah. No, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's phenomenal. But anyways, so – Anyways, but, but Majora's Mask, what it did was it was like, oh, yeah, side quests? Here's You have a way to keep track of them now. Right. And it's an yes. item that's in the game. Yes. Right. And not only this, can you keep track of the side quests, you can keep track of where these NPCs are because in this N64 game, this is the first game that we can ever see where the character models actually move around the world map and you have right. to know where they are. Yeah. Right. It's not they're always in their house. It's not they're always at this place at this time. It's right. you watch them walk away. Yeah, and that and was you something have to that was follow a, them and track them down. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so, so all of that, that that was unheard of at that time, dude. It was a completely unheard of at yeah. that time. I, I remember watching. So, like with the Zelda games, I used to watch <laughs> my dad play them all the time. Yeah, and I remember my dad. He went through Ocarina of Time no problem. 
they started playing with Jorah's Mask, and he started getting frustrated. So Jorah's Mask is a hard game. My dad's 54. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's, you know, he's not super into video games, so he doesn't understand cameras and stuff like that. But I've never seen this man get so frustrated at a video game before in my life than Majora's Mask. Because of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? The other cool things about Majora's Mask is is it... Introduced new mechanics into Zelda that weren't revisited again until Skyward Sword, and that's right. you can take this item and you can upgrade it into a better item. Right. So you get your sword and you go to the blacksmith, and he can turn your Kokiri sword into the Razor Sword. Yeah. And then you yeah, take yeah. that Razor Sword back to him with some gold dust, and he turns the Razor Sword into the Gilded Sword. Mm-hmm. And it's different. It's a different model. It does different damage. Right. It has different hitboxes, and Which, that is something that didn't happen. There was no upgrading items in Ocarina of Time. No, I mean, and you there, got a new item, you got a new but item, you did not but you upgrade, upgrade the upgrade. item. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And so that whole, that whole system of upgrading... Or, you had a tunic that would let you breathe underwater. Yeah, exactly. You know? so, exactly. But it's not upgrading an item. It's it's changing it. Exactly. Right? Instead of instead of yeah. taking what it is and making that it do that better, it just changed it was it was changing what it did by switching exactly. out your items. Exactly. So and that, that whole mechanic wasn't revisited again until the Wii game, which was Skyward Sword. But yeah. Skyward Sword is severely underrated. It's super underrated, but super underrated. The, but my it's... my breaking point for that game is the motion controls. Yeah. I mean uh, if they had just made yeah. that a straight up well, game. We're like... not gonna get to games I don't like. Exactly. We're just gonna talk about games so, I like. Exactly. So and, and and let's there's before we move on from Majora's Mask. Let's talk about the best aspect of that game. You can call it Labia Majora's Mask. <laughs> oh my god. If you're, a, if you're a little rascal like me. <laughs> that is the best part of the game. Alright, exactly. Alright, alright, alright. Right. Moving on. Great game, but moving on, yeah. Top three of all time is Final Fantasy IV. Okay. Okay. Uh, Final Fantasy IV was initially released in the United States as Final Fantasy II. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Final Fantasy has a very confusing background as far as like. Well, it's the, just because what they did was, so back then, like, they had different systems than we did. Yeah. So it wasn't that was hilarious. But <laughs> Jonathan just took a drink of his super big gulp as well as his beer at the same time. What do you have in that cup? It's Dr. Pepper. It Jesus. was Dr. Pepper. Oh, it was awful. That's <laughs> gross. I, anyways, do, I do not remember. Yeah, anyways, keep, keep so, going. So this, yeah. is, this is back when they actually had different systems. So like they had the Super Famicom and they had the Famicom. We had the Nintendo and we had the SNES. The cartridges don't even look the same. Right. right. So this is back when like when they were porting to America, like when they were when they were localizing it, they were literally recoding the game, right? Yeah. So, like, porting was one of those things where it was like, oh, yeah, if we're going to not, I'm sorry, not porting, but localizing was one of those things where if they're, they're like, they're like, if we're going to localize it, it needs to be worth it. So, right. Final Fantasy 1 was worth it because that was the game that saved Squaresoft as a company. I don't know if you guys realize that. The very first Final Fantasy game. I wasn't, I wasn't aware of that. No. Yeah, Squaresoft was going under. They were about to claim bankruptcy. They were about to, they were about to close the doors. And they were going to be like, all right, we got one last game to throw out. And it was called Final Fantasy. And that's why it's called Final Fantasy. Because they were going to throw this last game out as their big last hurrah and be like, we're done being a company after this. Wow. So they throw out Final Fantasy and it makes them so much money that they're still around today. That's, that's cool. Isn't that crazy? So, but anyways, so when Final Fantasy II came out, it, like even Sakaguchi himself, the, the the writer for the first ten Final Fantasy games, um, he was like, "Yeah, this isn't really that great." And then Final Fantasy III came out, he's like, "It's still not that great." Final Fantasy IV came out, and he was like, "This is a good game. 
This is yeah. what I want. And so Final Fantasy IV was the first Final Fantasy where each character had a designated class that was written into the story. Not one where you get to pick what they did. Yeah. It was this character does this because this is who they are, this is where they're from, and this is why they're this way. Right. And so it was the first it was the first game in that franchise that had an actual real story and all the characters had real motives beyond a magic crystal told them to do it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the premise of Final Fantasy IV is that you play this dark knight named Cecil and your brother slash best friend. They never really say that they're brothers, but they act like brothers. Uh, Kane. So Cecil and Kane, mm-hmm. they're soldiers in this army. They get sent to this city to deliver something. And when they get there and they deliver it, they unleash a monster called a bomb. I'm not sure how familiar you guys are with Final Fantasy, but bombs. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty the, familiar. The big, yeah, the big yeah. fire things with faces. Yeah. They unleash a giant one of those on the city and it destroys the whole city. Yeah. Right? They realize that that city was the last city of the summoners. And there's a summoner girl named Rydia there who's the last one there. And Cecil saves her because he realizes what they did was so despicable. And then Cain betrays him, knocks him out, and runs away. And so him, his best friend, leaves him in for dead. It's like a, it's like a story of redemption. Yeah. Because okay. he goes from being a dark knight to a paladin halfway through the game. And he starts over at level one. And it's, it's in such a good game. It's so freaking good. Um, but anyway, so Final Fantasy IV. Um, did, I ever, uh, did I ever tell this story on the podcast about how I would... I'm sure I have. Uh, in sixth grade, me and my friend Micah would would get lunch from the cafeteria and then take it to our science teacher's class. And then the three of us would play Final Fantasy VIII on the pro- projector screen. That's awesome. During lunch. That's awesome. Did I ever talk about it? I don't think I did. I've never Jonathan's heard that story. Paying attention. I've never heard that story. But, uh, I'm replying yeah. to something on, on the Ballista page. Oh, so. <laughs> I'm, I'm ignoring it. Ballista has a video that's blowing up on Facebook right now. It's kind of fucking weird, but uh, is it the one where everybody's like hitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so. It's a great video. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, uh, it's got like almost fourteen thousand views right now. That's on so Facebook. cool. It's fucking so crazy. Cool. But uh, yeah, so uh, you know, for a good like full semester, me and my friend Micah would go rush to the cafeteria as soon as lunch started. We'd get our get in line, you know, and and get our food. And then we'd rush straight back to our science teacher's classroom, and he would already have Final Fantasy VIII pulled up on the projector screen, and we would just fucking play and, and eat lunch That's every so day, cool. dude. It was That's crazy. So cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that that teacher was a fucking real one for like and that's hooking a, us up with that. And that's a great you know? game. Yeah. That's a really and, great uh, game. So my friend Micah and I we were fucking dorks back then, but we would like, um, we would draw comics together, and we'd like every day we'd go to each other's houses after school and fucking play video games, draw comics together, play fucking Final Fantasy with our science teacher at lunch, like, and then we would wonder why we get bullied at recess. It's weird. Yeah, I would have beat the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I'd have been there. Probably. I'd have been there playing Final Fantasy with you. I mean, I, yeah, it, 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 for sure, for sure. But, uh, so yeah, anyways. why don't you continue with your list? And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So number two of all time is a game called Mega Man Legends. Okay. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that one. I've played Mega Man before. I don't know if I've played that. So one. Mega Man Legends was the very first game I ever played in my life that was fully voiced over. 
was cell shaded and had an open world concept all at the same time. Okay. Um, I had played games that were semi cell shaded. I had played games that were somewhat co- open world concept. I had played games that had some voice acting, but I'd never played right. one that was all of that at the same time. And it was an action RPG that right. was third person, free roaming, but it was Mega Man. That's fucking cool. It's a really good game. It was on PlayStation 1. And it was on N64 as Mega Man 64. Okay. Um, I never played the 64 version, so I don't know if it's exactly the same. Right. But uh, the PlayStation... Do you know if it's close, though? It's, it's, from what I've seen, it's the same cover art. Okay. So I would assume that it's basically the same game. Right. Um, but the PlayStation 1 version is a phenomenal game. Phenomenal. Okay. It, okay. You play as Mega Man. You, uh, you have this airship with Dr. Light, or I think they call him something different in this one. And Roll, who is like you know your best friend slash girlfriend in this version, and your ship wrecks on Hell yeah. yeah your ship wrecks on an island, and you get off the island, and you just have to kind of explore the island tree, try and figure out what you have to do to fix your ship and go. And there's like a town in there you can play. Kick mm. the can in the alley, and if you kick the can into a trash can, you get extra money for recycling. Oh, yeah. Like it's it's super cool, man. That's pretty. Sick. And then like yeah. by the end of the game, you release this you release this uh, king of like all all robots named Juno and he's like got this really like kind of flamboyant voice but he seems really evil you know like you know like in anime like yeah. the really, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly like, like the Frieza. most the most like flamboyant yeah. villains are always the best that's the, sure. that's the way Juno was Juno was nice. such a great villain but yeah. it was a it was a villain you didn't know existed until you were fighting him okay it was so cool now, anyways before you move on from Mega Man let me uh play a song called Mega Man <sighs> I did not know the intro was so long. <laughs> Alright, here it comes. I think. Shot shining like a mega main. I smoke mega main. Don't come at the juice. Send you back to where you came from. Alright, so that was Mega Man by Tay K. <laughs> <laughs> um, that being said, I love I love all Mega Man games, really. Yeah, but Mega Man, for sure. Mega Man Legends sure. is my favorite Mega Man game, and it's definitely my number two game of all time. Okay. All right, and then my number one game of all time is called Chrono Trigger. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Chrono Trigger. I ever. have not. I've never I heard of not. that before yeah. So imagine Akira Toriyama, the creator of Dragon Ball Z, right, with Sakaguchi, the creator of Final Fantasy, okay, coming together in the days of the Super Nintendo, and making an RPG, a turn-based RPG, with no load screens between worlds and fights, where there are multiple endings based off your decisions. That sounds great. For the for the time, right? Not even just for the time. I mean, but, well, yeah, I guess in general, that but for the sounds, time, that's, that revo- that's fucking revolutionary for it the time. It was revolutionary for the for time. The, for that the sounds... SNES? Yes, SNES. You'd be, you'd, be walk, you'd be walking... And something would pop out of the bushes, and then you'd have to fight it, and it would go into a turn-based sequence, but there'd be no load screen to take you into it. It would just happen right there. See, and I remember, like, uh, fucking a Call of Duty game boasting about not having a load screen on, like, the Xbox 360. Yeah. Saying, like, talking about, like, being the first game to not have a load screen. We'll get into an amazing game with no load screens in a little bit. For sure, for sure. But, uh, but yeah, no, Chrono Trigger. It's called RuneScape. (laughs) 
Uh, no. God damn it. Chrono Trigger, in my opinion, is the best game ever made. Um, it's been my favorite game ever since I can remember. Ever since okay. the first time I played it. The PlayStation 1 port of it, Akira Toriyama actually created hand-drawn cutscenes to go in the middle of the game. That's crazy. And they are gorgeous. It looks just like Dragon Ball oh, Z. of course. It looks yeah. just like... But the whole game is about this guy who is just living his life, his normal everyday life. His best friend is this scientist named Luca, and she has made this teleportation device she's trying to show off at the county fair. And it's like kind of like old farm day type thing. You know, he looks like a little samurai kid. And he goes to the county fair, and he sees this pretty girl. He's hanging out with her for the day. Yeah. And then she drops her necklace, and... Uh, he picks it up and hands it to her, and then they go to Luca's thing, and she volunteers to get into the get into the um, teleportation thing, so that Luca can show, hey, I created this teleportation device because kind of got a steampunk vibe. Yeah, she gets under that pad, and when it goes off, her necklace starts shining, and she disappears, and it opens up like a portal. And so the whole game is about you traveling through time to try and figure out what happened to her, and huh. trying to save the universe from some crazy. Godlike being named Lavos, who is basically only existing because of this wormhole that Luca accidentally created. And it's so cool because there's so many different worlds and you can travel around through different time periods. And you have like this nexus area where you can go between different worlds at any point in time you want. Um, And you have like different types of like traveling abilities, like with like, you know, sand bikes and boats and airships and all kinds it's insane it is such a good game and it was a super nintendo game are there any emulators for it uh it is available because squaresoft knows how good of a game it is it is available on every format you can imagine really yeah you can download it on your iphone right now just google not google but i mean just go to your app store and look up chrono trigger It'll, it'll be there yeah Huh. Now they might be they might be asking twenty bucks for it because they know it's a good game. But it's a good game. But it's a really it's good worth game. It. Yeah, okay. it's a really good game. But anyways, um, yeah, that's my favorite game of all time. Awesome, sounds great. Now let's uh, let's move on, and, and we kind of got to move a little quickly here because we're already close to two hours here. Uh, let's talk about top five games that we're currently playing. Uh, or top five, out? not currently, but top five new I'm gen just, games. Like, I'm just talk- like I'm last get- two gens, right? Last two gens. Last, Last two, two gens. gens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm so, fucked. My mine is gonna be. We didn't hold current on gen. I told you about this on the drive. I'm gonna do here. my top five, however I want to. So yeah, cool. I, I had like a top forty, and I had to narrow it down to five. <laughs> so I, I I understand your pain. So I, I, my top five are somewhat different than my last time. So yeah, yeah, and that's why I wanted to do current gen. Yeah. Or last two gens, so it wasn't just the same fucking list from the two of us. But. Yeah, so like just like 360, Xbox One, PS3, PS4, Switch, I think right. would basically be it. I mean, unless you yeah. have... I mean, and also, I guess we and Wii U would also be considered... Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. do my shit, bro. You can do your shit, I'm going to do my shit. Sweet. I mean, that's the plan. Yeah. Uh, Andy, right. why don't you kick us off with your number five? All right, my number five is a game called Nino Kuni for PlayStation 3. Okay. Have you that's ever heard of it? No. No. Uh, do you know who Studio Ghibli is? Yes. yes. So Studio Ghibli got together with a studio called Level 5. Right. Um, and uh, they're, they're a company that made... Uh, did you ever play Dark Cloud on the PS2? I don't think I did, no. I, I was very into esports back then. Okay. They made Dark Cloud on the PS2. They also made Dark Cloud 2, Rogue, Rogue Legacy. But they, they basically make RPGs. Okay. But they made this, this RPG um, about this kid who has like an emotional... Um, 
emotional trauma and then finds himself in a magical world and going back and back and forth between this magical world and the real world. It plays kind of like the, the tales games, like tales of symphonia, tales of Zesteria plays kind of like that mixed with Pokemon, but it's better than either. Okay. Um, it's fantastic. It's so good. All the art looks like a studio Ghibli game. Like Studio okay. Ghibli movie, right? And then there are Studio Ghibli animated cutscenes throughout. Okay, uh, it is that, super that cool. sounds awesome. Yeah. It that's is beautiful. so good. If you have, a, if either one of you have a PS3 and you want to borrow it, let me know because you need to play it. Okay, it's it's incredible. I can go pick one up real quick. Yeah, I think you can get them for like fifty. I think you can get them like for yeah, like fifty they're bucks. Pretty cheap, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think they're pretty cheap. Um, awesome. Uh, Jonathan, you are pl- clearly playing Cup Pong right now. But what right, is, so what my is number your... five? My number five game of all time is the Madden series. series. That's it. Okay, that's it. This is right. the whole all series. Right. All right. So, so, there, so... There, there are some games that are better than the others. I do believe yeah. that the original games for you know um, <clears throat> original Xbox games, even <laughs> PlayStation Two, are the best of the series, just because. They they uh, incorporated a lot of modes and and whatnot that a lot of other sports games were not doing at the time. Um, so that's that's my number five. Yeah, but in NFL Blitz, you could be a T Rex. Bro, I I love that shit, but not in a sports game. <laughs> like that, I hate that so much, dude. So so if I, if, Xbox... I, if, I, if I if I'm playing another game, if I could be a T Rex, I'm fucking down. I, I'll play Torok. Okay. <laughs> But you you know like if I'm playing if I'm playing a football game and I'm a T Rex I'm like dude I'm turning this off right now <laughs> like I don't know what it is about that but that's just I, it bothers me it so makes sense, much I guess it makes sense <laughs> uh, so so these Xbox 360 games are included in this yes okay I'm gonna go ahead and say Call of Duty Modern Warfare two yeah it's easily a, it's a great easily one. one of the best COD games it ever it is the best COD Call of Duty game my ever. favorite COD and, is and, World at War but. I think I think Modern Warfare Two is a close second for me. Okay, so I black I love Black Ops Four, and I play it on a pretty regular basis on my PS4. Does not hold a candle to Black Ops or to Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, Modern Warfare Two is phenomenal. Modern Warfare Two is so. No, dude, that, that mean, was that was one of the first games I started making friends with people online. I've, I've told you know? this story on the podcast before of skipping class in college right. to go over to Garrett Parsa and Rivers. Uh, dorm room and play I Modern Warfare. I forgot they used to room together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And play Modern Warfare 2 with Garrett while River just like watches. It was, I mean, fucking great game. Right. Uh, so that is my number five. Andy, hit us with your number four. All right, my number four was a game we briefly talked about earlier. <laughs> a game called Demon Souls. It's it a, is. It's a, it's a great game. It is one of the. One of the most polished games ever made. Especially when we're talking about dungeon-style games. Like, it's just, it's a masterpiece. The thing about that game that most people don't realize is one of the reasons why it's so good is because 90% of the game is optional. Right. But none of it feels optional. Right. Because you can literally beat World 1's first two levels, Mm -hmm. beat World 2's first three levels, fight the Dragon God, and then go finish World 1 and the whole game is over. Right. You can skip 90% of the game. Bro, that's a speedrunner's dream. I've seen speedrunners do it. Yeah. It's crazy. The, the, well, you can actually beat the game faster than that. Right. Um, it's a it's a, it's a rumor because no one's ever actually done it that I can right. find. But apparently, like, in the tutorial, if you beat the tutorial boss, then the dragon god comes out. Really? Um, I've seen that. Wow. But I've never seen anybody beat the dragon god 
uh, at that uh, point. It's a, it's a, yeah, okay. So, like, I've from, from I've heard, I've, I can't confirm it, but I've heard that if you beat the Dragon God right then and there, right. then the credits will roll. Wow. <laughs> that, uh, imagine playing through that game the first time that happens. Yeah, it, it would be impossible though because that, but, the, yeah, whole, right, the whole right. way, the whole purpose of that game is when you get to the tutorial boss, he one shots you. You're not supposed right. to be able to get yeah, on him. Exactly, and that's that's the beauty of that series. Oh, it's so I, good. I, I, y'all, y'all mentioned speedruns. Do, do y'all watch a lot of that? Um, I only like the I really mean, ridiculous speedruns, like the guy who speedrun Ocarina of Time blindfolded. <laughs> I, 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 like, I feel yeah, that. Or the, I feel that. the guy beats Dark Souls with a fucking Guitar Hero drum set. Yeah, that was cool. That was like, cool. What? That's hilarious. Like, bro, I can barely play that game with a controller. I've, got, like, I've, got, I've gotten pretty into watching speedruns. They're, they're fun. They're cool. Yeah, they're, they're super cool. It's they're just really, like... They're really cool, but, like, if I'm gonna spend... If I'm gonna spend 45 minutes doing something, generally I can find something better to do. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm with Aaron on this one. Like, that's something I, that I would waste my I time I find myself with. watching the stupidest fucking things ever. I mean, I, I watch Twitch all the time, and I have way better things to do. I'm too busy... To be watching Twitch the amount of times that I like watch Twitch. Uh, <laughs> so, enough. Jonathan, what's your number four? My number four is uh, Battlefront, number one, and number two. I'm not talking about Both. the new generation. Yeah, you're talking about PS2. I'm talking about PS2 and Xbox. That's not new gen, though. Yeah, but he said he was confused. I That's why you, he's just going to do his okay, thing. Okay, okay, okay. I'm, a co- I'm a host on this podcast, so I can do whatever the fuck I want to. Sure. He so, made his own rules. But yeah, um, no, Battlefront 1 and 2 on the PS2 are absolutely phenomenal games. There's one reason I like Battlefront 1 better. I mean, they're higher up than number four for me, but we've talked about that previously for myself at least. But So one of the reasons that I like Battlefront 1 better than Battlefront 2 is the vehicle choices. Yeah. I felt like there was a lot more vehicle choices in Battlefront 1 than Battlefront 2. But at the same time, I felt like the gameplay and the story, the campaign mode was a lot better on 2 than 1. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you ever play uh, Star Wars Demolition? I did not. It was a PS1 game. Did you ever play Twisted Metal? Um... Wait, hold on. That sounds like super familiar. Is that like a... It's the one where you can be like the ice cream truck with machine guns and you blow up yeah. other cars. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a game that was exactly like that, but it was all Star Wars vehicles. That's fucking cool. It was sick. You One of the Star Wars quote-unquote vehicles was uh, the Rancor. Oh, my God. It was That's so great. sick. It was so sick. Uh, was that a mod or was no, it... No, it was a PS1 game. That's, it was just part of the game. That's yeah, so cool. It was so sick, dude. I, I miss video games whenever they used to be like that. Yeah, it was, like it was thing, great. Things nowadays for newer consoles that are mods are part of the actual games back then. Oh, yeah, yeah. You like, know what I mean? Like, that that's something I, I or, really Or it was miss. like some stupid cheat code you typed in. Exactly. Like on Age of Empires, when you typed in that code that turned all your uh, turned all of your chariots into, like, assault cars with yes. guns on the top. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that's 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 it for me. My number four is going to, I'm probably going to catch a little shit for this, but my number four is Smash. Dude, I, I'm not going to give you any, I'm not going to give you it, It's a that. great game. It is so I fucking good. love it, but I'm not the biggest into fighting games. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. It's, it's a great game when you have like a fucking party. Yeah. And when you have people over and yeah. y'all are like, let's fucking drink and play Smash and yeah. like eat snacks. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's not one of those games that I'm going to sit there and unlock all the characters alone. Oh, I do. You know what I mean? I, I, I feel that. I feel that. And, and most people did. Yeah. And I have That's played it. I've, I've played it alone when I'm in that specific mood for it. Yeah. But I'm not 
one of those guys, Kevin Duran, <laughs> drummer for Miss Con. Yeah, I know who he is. He, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was made for the listeners, but oh, my he, uh, <laughs> you're good. He is a fighting game guy. He plays Mortal Kombat. He plays Smash. He fucking loves fighting games. I'm just not that way. You know what I mean? I love a story. I like, yeah, I do. I'm, yeah. I'm, I agree. Have you noticed every game I give is very, very narrative heavy? Right. And, and yeah. that's what I love narrative heavy games. Me too. And we'll get into those more later. But, but Smash is a great game for when you have people over and you're just like hanging out, casually playing Smash Bros. It's, it's a thing that you can have on your TV when you have a lot of people over for a party or some shit like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, so that's, that's my number four. Uh, Andy, your number three. My number three was actually a Wii game Ooh. called The Last Story. Okay. Um, so, anybody who's familiar with... Like, okay, I'm the way about video games that movie buffs are about movies. Like, right. I actually care about who directed it, who wrote it, who composed the music, who did the art. Um, and so, one of my favorite directors and writers is Sakaguchi, the guy who did Final Fantasy's 1 through 10. Yes. Um, because I honestly love all of those games. I mean, I don't really like Final Fantasy 2 that much, but I love all of those games. They're right. so great. Yeah. And they did so much for gaming, especially with narrative-heavy games. Right. Um, they were the first to do most everything. But The Last Story is a game that he made after he left Squaresoft. Um, he started another company called Mistwalker. They made a few different games. They made some 360 games um, that are pretty good. Um, but not on this list. Not that good, in my opinion. They're great. Just right. not, not, not good enough to be my top five for, for yeah. the last two gens or whatever. But The Last Story is a phenomenal game. Um, it's everything that I would have wanted out of a Final Fantasy game. Right. Um, but plus, it's all real-time hack and slash with, like... Um, you can, like, stop the fight and, like, command certain people to go to certain areas and do certain things right. and then go back into it. It had kind of, like, a Gears of War aspect to it because you could, like, you could take cover and pull out your crossbow and go over the, you know, shoulder-high yeah, walls yeah, right, and yeah. shoot at people. Right. And then you could vault over the walls and then just wail on them with your sword. Great, it was great. it was such a, It was such an incredible game, and the story was so phenomenal. And it was like, it was like a book in that, like, when the, when the, Climax was over, the credits didn't roll. There was still more to go, and there was closure, and yeah. there was like all this little stuff and all these little side quests after the actual story was over before it actually went to the to the credits. It's kind of like kind of like how like in Lord of the Rings, you know, they don't just destroy the ring and then it's over like it was in the movie. Right. In the book, they destroy the ring and then, you know, you know, Saruman comes back to life through like a spirit and haunts them at the Shire and they mm-hmm. have to take him down again. It was kind of like that. Like it had this like right. almost like novel okay. feel to it. And it was that sounds, that sounds pretty sick. Oh, it's such a it's such an incredible yeah. game. And the whole voice cast was all like mostly Cockney British accents. And they were okay. so good. Huh. They were so good. But anyways, yeah. The last story. Um obviously Final Fantasy, the last story. He was kind of playing on the fact that he made Final Fantasy when he yeah, titled right. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Right. Anyways. Um, Jonathan, what's your number? What, what are we on? Three? My number three is yeah, the three. Jedi Knight slash Dark Forces series. Oh, my okay. God. Literally, Dark Forces 2 to Jedi you Knight to Jedi Academy are all insane games. You don't realize how close that was to be on my top five of all time. Really? Huh. You and I just bonded. <laughs> Did, those games are you so You and I just sick. bonded. They're, yeah. they're, they're like, like um, it's not my favorite star wars game ever but they are i mean there's not a lot of great star wars games as far as i'm concerned 
But um, Jedi Power Battles begs to differ. Jedi Power Battle was that a Game Boy game? Uh, no, Star Wars Angry yeah. Birds begs to differ. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jedi Power Battle was PS One. Was, I don't think I ever PS1 played that. I, I never played that one. It's, it's really good. good. But anyways, in all seriousness, so, I fucks with Star Wars Angry Birds when I'm super bored at work. <laughs> but no, so like the, the Dark Forces slash so Jedi Knight series. So good. Like if you take Dark Forces and then go to Jedi Knight to Jedi Academy, yep. it is such uh it's a journey. Yep. You know what I mean? But right. each game is good in their own aspect. Did you play Mysteries of the Sith, too? Um, no, I actually have never played Mysteries of the Sith. It's the sequel to Jedi Knight 1, okay. but it's not Jedi Knight 2. That makes sense? Okay. It's like Dark Forces 2, Jedi Knight 1, Mysteries of the Sith. Right. But it's the it's the game that introduced Mara Jade as a character to the video game universe. Oh, wait. I, I, okay, so I've, I've seen that on Wikipedia yeah, before, it's really but good. I've never played it It's before. really, really good. Okay. The only thing that it didn't do as well... Was remember how in uh, Jedi Knight one how uh, all of the cutscenes were live action yes. and they were acted yes. and it was actually pretty Dude, well no, done. It, it was surprised. It's like honestly one of my favorite games of the whole series. Yeah, is that one? The gameplay is it's good. It's good. It's dated, but it's, it's good. It's it, good. Didn't, it didn't age well. Exactly. Yeah, but the cutscenes were so like different. You could you could just. Because when after you unlocked them, you could just go back and watch them. And sometimes exactly. I would just go back and watch all of them like a movie. Exactly, dude. Um, Jer- what's his name? Uh, Dar- Jarek. Dar- Darth Jarek. Yeah, he was such a great villain. He was great. Super original. Like Disney needs to take notes. Yeah. Like yeah. No. Honestly, that, I love I love those games. And They're so great. Jedi Outcast is probably my favorite one. That like, was that was cool because it's it's. It's Kyle Katar, and he's a little bit, you know. First, you had Han Solo as the outcast. Yeah. But now you have Kyle Katar, who's yeah. a little Han Solo, but he embraces the Force. Yeah. You know, and what, that, that that game was super. Cool. What do you, What do you think about how the new Star Wars movies are almost incorporating the ideas of Kyle and Mara, but replacing them with Ren and Kylo? I hate it. It's weird, isn't I, it? I hate it so much because they literally are doing it. No, no, they are. And dude, I hate it because they had the books already. They had the names already. Yeah, you know they could have just people? used. They literally could have used Kyle a, and 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 Mara, but instead they're using Ray and Kylo Ren. And the only reason <laughs> and the only reason they they did that is because they wanted to appease the new fans. Yeah, but who's to know that the new fans wouldn't like those names and those characters? Yeah. It would have been exactly the same thing. It would have been because because literally Ray is Kylo Ren, and they also don't understand you know lightsabers. I'm not Jonathan, I'm sorry, he's Kyle. Jonathan, you're yeah. absolutely right. A woman should never be a Jedi, and this is from Jonathan himself. <laughs> no, 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 no. Princess <laughs> Princess Leia was a Jedi in the Yuuzhan Wars. Come on, dude. I'm all against it. Jonathan, you don't have to argue. When are we doing Six Deep in Star Wars? Can I be on that episode? Oh, please. Yes. Jonathan, you're absolutely right. You don't have to argue anymore. You know, Jedi is reserved for being a white male. Women. Black women especially. (laughs) So, okay. So, we we really got to move around along here. We're at two hours and 15 minutes. Uh, My number three. It's only nine o'clock. Okay, yes. But I don't want to have to take giant chunks of this episode out because... Well, yeah, anyways, anyways, anyways. Go. Uh, my number three is uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 on the PS4, and this uh. probably wouldn't even crack my top five uh. if it wasn't for my nostalgic attachment to the original Battlefront uh. games on the PS2. 
which are some of my all-time favorite console games. I, I honestly do not understand how this top here cra- cracked your top five at all. I really liked the Nostalgia campaign. Nostalgia perfect look. Yeah, really it's, it's a campaign. great campaign. It is really fun. It's a great campaign. Nah. It's not but even also on my honorable mention list. But, but also GameStop. <laughs> both, uh, both, both new Battlefronts can suck my ass. They're also, awful. GameStop sells it for like $5 now. So that kind of shows you the worldview on this game. But if it wasn't for my nostalgic attachment to the Battlefront franchise, and plus... They have nothing to do with the original, though. Like, that's what I don't understand about your opinion on that. Eh, same name. That's that's literally same it. Music. Plus, uh, yeah, same <laughs> that's, music. That's literally it, though. There's, plus no, my, uh, there's no gameplay sig- yeah, sig- significance, yeah. you know? No, no, no so. absolutely. But plus the fact that there's rumored to be a Battlegrounds version of Battlefront... Sometimes that would be makes really my good. cock. That come. would be really Bro, good. I, hard, I highly doubt that that's going to happen. But if it did, every game is going towards a battlegrounds no, 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 type no, no, of fucking thing. thing because Fortnite literally, fucking rules up until now. When there's Apex Legends and Fortnite is scrambling, anything good to happen to the Star Wars video game universe never happens. And like, that's just what I'm used to. Rest in it peace, stopped, 13, 13. It, stopped, it stopped in 2005. That's yeah. literally the last time a good Star Wars game came out was 2005. Uh, okay, okay. Force Unleashed, which came out in like oh Force nine. Unleashed was great. Yeah, Force Unleashed but, was good. But but, but Force, that, Unleashed, that, Force that, Unleashed two was good. It was just way too short. Super. I played that game in three hours. Yeah, it's way too. Are short. you fucking yeah, kidding that's me? That's ridiculous. But anyways, I mean, for a game that's gonna cost like fucking fifty dollars, sixty dollars, three yeah. hours, you yeah. can't. Way if too you short. play it in and three dude, hours, can, that's ridiculous. You can literally play it in one try. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, First oh two. All right, we really got to keep it moving here. Uh, Andy, what's your it's number two? It's only been two minutes. Um, my number two is two games that kind of go together, and that's Xenoblade on the Wii and Xenoblade 2 on the Switch. I, I, I'm i not going to lie. I love Xenoblade 2. <laughs> um, don't finish it until you beat Xenoblade 1. Yeah, I, I got a – it's on the Wii? It's on the Wii, but it's also on the 3DS. So if you get oh, okay. if you get a new 3DS, I'll just let you borrow it. Okay, I have, uh, I have, I think I, I'm pretty sure I had Xenoblade Chronicles on the 3DS when I had the three, my 3DS, which, and I said this last time we did a, an episode on um, video games, I'm going to say it again, I'm going to buy into 3DS again, because yeah, I fucking love it. Make sure you get one of the new ones, you know, the yeah, new yeah. 3D, the reason the that... The 3DS XLs? Not the XLs, but it just has to say new before the name. Oh, okay. Because uh, if it doesn't say new before the name, it actually won't run Xenoblade. Huh. Because Xenoblade is too demanding for the old 3DSs. Weird. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. no, so Xenoblade and Xenoblade 2 are a phenomenal game. And the reason I say they are, they are a phenomenal game is because when you get to the ending cutscene of Xenoblade 2, you realize that everything you've done is in direct connection with Xenoblade 1, and it is a total and complete mind-blowing experience. Huh. Yeah. Um, Xenoblade 1 is probably the best voice-acted game I've ever played. The voice acting in Xenoblade 1 is phenomenal from beginning to end. Um, and... The story itself is just outrageous. And this is kind of a spoiler, but it's only like 10 minutes into the game, so it's not that big of a spoiler. But there's this character that they get you really attached to at the very beginning of the game named Fiora. And she just gets stabbed through the heart by the main villain. Jesus Christ, yeah. Metal Face towards the beginning of the game. And that scene, to this day, still gives me chills. Like, And that's the way the whole game is. No one is safe. 
Right. Um, you don't ever know what's coming on going on next. There's so many like characters that like you think are over, and then you find out that they're not, and then you get betrayed, and then the whole game is just this big emotional roller coaster. And Xenoblade Two is very much the same, but it doesn't feel like it's as good. And so you're about halfway through the game, and then it starts picking up momentum, and it's phenomenal. Okay. And then when you get to the very last cutscene, I will not spoil it because I don't feel like anybody deserves this to be spoiled for them. But when you get to the very last cutscene, all the lines get connected. And the only way that those lines will get connected is if you've actually beat the first game. And anybody who, anybody who tells you, no, you can play them separately because they're different stories, is lying. Because okay. because. Those two, those two scenes, the, the end scene for Xenoblade 1, the end scene for Xenoblade 2, literally overlap. Sound effects, voice acting, they happen at the same time. And it is incredible. It's absolutely incredible. So, do yourself I definitely, I definitely want, and like I said, I said this on our original video games episode... I want to get a fucking 3ds again. Yeah, and, and I think well, just, that just that go get just go get the that. new 2ds XL because okay. they're like a, they're like fifty to hundred bucks cheaper, um, and you don't have to worry about turning on that 3D screen. You can just leave it 2D all the time because you I know. Do that and honestly, when I had a 3ds, I never really turned on the 3D. The, screen o- the only right. game that I ever used the 3D on was uh, Shimigami Tensei 4, and that's because the 3D in that game was really good. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I would turn it on for Majora's Mask, and I'd be like, "This is giving me a headache." Yeah, yeah. And I, get I would that. just turn it immediately off. Uh, Jonathan, what's your number two? Dark Souls series. Okay. And <coughs> From Demon Souls to Dark Souls three. And we've already talked about this. We've already talked. Do about you incorporate already? Bloodborne in that? Yes, I, I I do put Bloodborne, even though it was a. It was a very different game. It was more like Demon Souls than Dark Souls. It was, and it also had its own twist. Yeah, too. it was great. It was it was super cool. But yeah, for so sure. that's that's my number two. That's my number my, two. Uh, my number two is something that we have also already talked about: Spider Man on PS4. I mean, it's solid uh, choice. It, it's it brings me back to my fucking childhood. Playing that game brings me back to my childhood, and I I wouldn't trade it for anything. It's it's the game that I associate my you know childhood right. playing PS2 most with, is yeah. the original. Did you, know, you, ever, did you ever play uh, the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man game? Yeah, yeah. On PS2. Yeah. Where it was it was a really bad game. The Spider-Man One was not great, but Spider-Man, well, Spider-Man Two. Spider-Man One was, Spider-Man two not was good, great, but Spider-Man, Spider-Man Two is probably the best fucking but like, PS2 Spider-Man game one, ever. I liked better, just because of like. Yeah, but Spider-Man Two, you got to face the Rhino. Yeah, Spider-Man Two. Yeah, but Spider-Man, you got to, but you got to play against Kraven in the first one. But okay, yeah. but here's the thing about what Spider-Man Two did. Spider-Man Two is groundbreaking because well, it, was it had open, it was really it was, it was open an open world, world game yeah. like Grand Theft Auto out at the time, right. where you could climb buildings right. to the top. Right, it was incredible. Right, and no, that yeah. was what I loved when I was fucking 13 years old playing that game. Do you remember, you remember? I'm gonna go climb the Empire State Building. Yeah. Because exactly. why the fuck not? Because why not? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I remember motherfuckers saying, "What a cheese ball!" Yeah, in that game. Yeah, yeah I remember. Do you that? remember the? Do you yeah, remember, remember the, uh, the pizza delivery music? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I remember playing the. Ri- was... I, I remember like uh, whenever. You, 
would like beat the rhino, uh-huh. he'd be like, "I'm the rhino!" <laughs> and like yeah. fucking stampede you. Yeah, dude. And he was a bitch. That is such a fucking. Was that the one game. where you fought Shocker in the sewers too? Yes. Oh yes. my god, that, that fight was, was so good. Are you yeah, sure? That's, that's, that's the first one. Was that the first one? Wait, 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 I can't, wait hold on. So I had both, and I played shocker, them both all the, the shocker time. Shocker was in uh, like the subway tunnels, train station. Yeah, yeah. And subway, the subway tunnels. Yeah. Okay, so the second one was in the sewers. Oh no! I'm, I was probably talking about the subway tunnels. That's what yeah, I mean. That's that, what that, I mean. That, 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 that's might as well be sewers, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I pl- I played both of those so much that I get them confused all the fucking time. The yeah. one and two, but Spider Man on the PS4 has has brought a joy in my life that I have not had since I was playing those original games on the PS2. If I'm yeah. being completely honest, and it's fantastic. Uh, so we're going to go to our top number one. Andy, you are up. All right. So this one's pretty crazy for me because I think I came to the realization today that it might actually be my number one game of all time. Okay. Um, even though I said Chrono Trigger was earlier, but I was keeping that with older stuff from my all time list. Right. And this one, this, this franchise, it's two games, uh, kind of like my last one. Um, it's still kind of fresh on my mind. So I still got to let it sit a little bit, but the more I think about it, the more incredible it is. So let me set the stage for you. Hit me with it. Enter a world where you, well, not you, but a person who cannot speak, um, is relying on a dragon to live. Okay. How to train your dragon to kind of telltale <laughs> kind of, but no, but so then this, this guy and this dragon fight this evil queen and during the fight, a portal opens up and they end up in modern day Tokyo. And the queen is this giant monster and the dragon and the boy have to kill the monster. And after the monster falls, the, the existence of magic in the real world causes everybody in the world to get a sickness where they start turning into pillars of salt or they start going insane and killing each other. Right. Um, so the world governments get together and they decide, Hey, we have to come up with a way to stop humanity from dying and killing each other. And so they use the magic that is now in the world and they create these magical books and these magical books. There's two specific ones. There's a bunch of different ones, but there's two specific ones that matter, which are Grimoire Vice, the white book and Grimoire Noir, the black book. Yeah. But the white book matters more, right? Yep. So hey, all books matter. <laughs> So, oh my god. So the what they do is they they create this program where they start cloning humans. Uh okay. And they create these human vessels so that they can use these magic books, use the black books to pull people's souls out of their body and then use the white book to put those souls into the new hum, cloned human bodies right. once the sickness has been eradicated. So the idea is that humanity will be soulless for a period of time until the sickness is gone, and then the white book will be activated, and all the souls will go back into the bodies. Okay. Okay. Um, 3,000 years later, we enter a game called Nier for the PlayStation 3. Okay. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Nier. I've never heard of it before. Um, that sounds fucking badass, though. The yeah, first it sounds fantastic. The first game with the whole dragon thing is actually a game called Dragon Guard for PS2. 
I okay. never uh, heard of that. It either. was a it was a very low budget, okay game that was released on PS2 by SquareSoft or Square Enix. I'm not sure what they were called at the time. How was the How was the story on that one though? The story was great, and it okay. ends and it ends with exactly like I said in modern day Tokyo, and it blows okay. your mind because up to that point you're in some fantasy world. Wow. Um, and so in Nier, you are a man. And this game has been out for a while, so I'm not afraid to give out spoilers for this one. Um, you are a man whose daughter is getting this sickness that they call the Black Scroll, And you're trying to figure out how to save your daughter. And in, and in the process of trying to save your daughter, a ghost man steals your daughter. And you find out it's because that you, you are one of those empty vessels. And the problem with you being one of those empty vessels is that you've gained sentience, which means that you have evolved into owning a soul. So there's nowhere for the soul that was supposed to go in your body to go. That's trippy as fuck. Yeah. That's and, great. And that so, it? yeah, that's Drakengard. Yeah. Let, let, um, let me see that photo, Jonathan. Okay. okay. Um, and the game near in I E R is how you spell it. I E R. Yeah. That's how you spell it. Um, and there's two games. There's Nier and Nier Automata and Nier was PS3 and Nier Automata is PS4. We'll get to Nier Automata in a second. But so in Nier, you go through the whole game and then you, when you find out that you are just an empty shell, supposedly, and you've evolved into owning your own soul. And that's why there's all these evil spirits everywhere that you're having to kill to protect your village and protect your daughter from is because those are the souls of humanity. That's trying to get their bodies. They're back. trying to get, yeah, yeah. They're, they're trying to get their bodies huh. back. And, and so when you find that out at the end of the game and you realize that you are literally slaughtering the humans who created you so that they could have somewhere to go once the sickness was gone. It is a mind fuck That's beyond insane. all mind fucks. Yeah. And so at the end of Nier, um, you have a decision to make in that you're fighting against yourself because he wants his daughter back because his daughter's soul needs your daughter's body. Right. Wow. And he doesn't want his daughter to disappear from existence because she has no body to go to. Fuck. It is so incredible. So anyways, so Near Automata, which is a PS4 exclusive. Actually, it's on PC as well, but the PC okay. version does not run well. So get Nier, it for, so 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 what is so Drakengard and then what? And then Near. Near. And then Near Automata. And then Near so how do you spell Automata? Uh A U T A U T O M A O M A T A T A. Automata. Okay. Yeah. Now, could you play Near Automata and not Without having previous knowledge of Drakengard and uh, Nier? So you don't really need Drakengard. Drakengard okay. really just sets up the lore for the universe. Right. Which is why I said, you know. Which is why I need to play it. Yeah. It sets, a, up, it sets up the lore. lore. Yeah, so am I. And which is why I, I, love, I, mean, which is why same, I love this same. game so much. And that's why I hate the fact that I, like, skipped out on a whole generation like of consoles. the lore. Because, oh, dude, Bionicle Lord. That because, uh, start. Dude, 60 even Bionicles is happening. I'm literally... Okay, I'm down for that. But I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a fucking slut for lore, and I feel like I'm missing out on a shit ton of lore at the fact that I never had a PS3 or an Xbox 360. Well, here's the deal. If you really want to play the first Nier, I will let you borrow my PlayStation 3 only to play that game. Well, I kind of want to buy a PlayStation 3 anyways, oh. but I'll hit you up as soon as I get one, Sweet. and I'll borrow the game from you. So, yeah. so, here's, so here's, the thing about, here's the thing about Nier Automata. Is Nier Automata takes place 8,000 years after Nier. Right. So you don't really need Nier in order to understand Nier Automata. Okay. But if you want to understand why, what, why the world is in the state it's in in Nier Automata, you need to know Drakengard, and you need to know Nier. Yeah, because the decision that you make at the end of Nier, which I will 
not spoil because I've already spoiled too much about that game. Um, is the linchpin for why the world exists the way it does in Nier Automata. Okay. And in Nier Automata, you play as robots that are on the Earth. Um, they actually are on a space station, but they get sent to the Earth to clean up the Earth because aliens invaded oh, the Earth. Oh, Wally. Yeah, kind of exact. It's literally Wally. It's really? literally Wally, really? but like really, but really twisted and dark. That's insane. Wally was so, already pretty twisted and dark. <laughs> yes, yeah. me. Hey, so, but I'd fuck that bitch in Wally though. Eve, Evie? Yeah. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Do you see? Wait, do you see the girl in Nier Automata? <laughs> oh, I'm jerking off right now just thinking about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm sorry, y'all. Put my dick away. Continue. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyways, in uh, Nier Automata. You play as these robots that are going to cleaning up the earth and like trying to make sure the earth is inhabitable for what's left of humanity, okay. which all live on the moon. Okay. So, and you don't have any contact with them other than orders to go down the earth and clean up and come back. Right. That's really it. Um, because the earth was invaded by aliens at some point in that okay. 8,000 8, year aspect. And after the aliens invaded, <coughs> They had all these robots that they were using to, like, wage war against the cyborgs that were trying to keep the Earth, trying to get the Earth livable again. Right. And the um, the robots that the aliens created, they basically programmed them to fight the war, but they didn't program them to win the war. So when the <laughs> aliens... When the, when the robots realized we don't have much left to fight for, and the aliens were like, "You don't need to do this anymore," the robots turned on their own creators wow. and killed all the aliens that invaded Earth. Huh. So l- literally, the entire surface of the Earth is just covered in robots now. Some of them look like robots, some of them look like humans, depending on who created them. Right. But at this point, the robots have evolved their, in their own sentience, similar to the first near how the clones gained their own souls, right. the robots are starting to gain their own souls because they're starting to get consciences. They're starting to get the ideas of, okay, what is it to live? What does it mean to have people you care about? What does it right. mean to exist? Right. It sounds like this game would make some badass fucking movies. It would make oh, an it incredible like, it movie. It sounds like Akira Part Two. It, it's very Akira esque in that <laughs> yeah, yeah. in that it's yeah. a very like, it's a very tragic, hopeless, questioning your own existence type game. Right. And but anyway, so the robots create their own. They, they end up starting to create their own robots. Right. And the robots oh, wow. and the robots that they're creating are stronger and more human humanoid and all that. But the game is crazy because all of, all of the Yoko Taro is the guy who wrote and directed all of these games, okay. <laughs> and Yoko Taro, um, he is a, he's a genius. But every single one of his games has multiple endings, and each mm-hmm. each ending has a letter associated with it, and it goes literally A through Z every game. So there's ending A, B, C, D, every single game. That's insane. Most of the endings are joke endings. Right. And most of the, and the thing that's confusing is they call them endings, but it's more like, okay, so like in the first near, you play to the end, and then it's like, do you want to keep playing? And you're like, oh, why not? And it'll start you halfway through the game. But now you know one of the main characters is schizophrenic, so you hear the voice inside of her head the whole time. Wow. Oh, and wow. then and, and when it gives you new, ins- well, not schizophrenic, she's possessed by a demon. So you okay. hear schizophrenic 
type things going right. on in her head the whole time. Uh-huh. So, so then you get to the end of the game again. It's like, you want to play again? It's like, sure. It starts you at a different point. Wow. And then, so you have more insight. So when it gets so to the every end, time it reveals finish, more to you. Yeah. That, every time you finish the game, <coughs> you go back to the halfway point with a little bit more information than you did bro, the last time you were that's, there. That's new game plus on like a completely new it's, level. It's bro. new yeah. game. Yeah. And the thing about the thing about the first near is when you get to ending E, uh-huh. if you make a certain decision, then the main character ceases to exist ever in all of all of the time. Um, and in doing so, he fixes a big problem that he caused existing in the first place. And the game literally watches, makes you watch it delete all of your items and your save files. Wow. Jesus Christ. This sounds like fucking days and days worth of gameplay. It is. I mean, incredible. Almost a week's worth of It's gameplay. incredible. But anyway, so Nier Automata has three story arcs. And you watch the credits roll three times before you get the full story. Right. And even then, you can do go back and do the New Game Plus type thing with more insight and get new endings. That sounds sick. It I, is, I'm, I'm super interested. It's super good. This, do you know series. if they have this on like the PlayStation Store? Uh, I don't see why they wouldn't. I don't know about the first Nier, but the Nier Automata... So the first Nier did, was a low-budget game that sold 800... Dragon Guard, right? Dragon Guard? I don't know about that one. That one's going to be hard to find. Unless you play with like a hard copy, which I have. Okay. Um, but um, but the first Nier was a low-budget game that sold 800,000 copies worldwide. So it did not do amazing. Right. But it did well enough to profit. Yeah. Uh, and that was the big thing. Whereas Nier Automata sold 3.5 million worldwide in its first year. Um, which is incredible well, amount for a game of uh, for a niche game like that. And I'm sure that Nier Automata you can find <coughs> on the PlayStation Store now. Yeah, you can definitely it is, it's you can definitely PS4. do that. And if you and if you really want to try it out, I would say I would say just go online and watch like a recap video of Nier first. For sure. For That's sure, what I would do. For sure. Sorry, sorry for taking so long with that, but oh, I'm no, very no, you're, you're you're totally fine. I'm very passionate about those games. This is the most games. informative that this podcast has ever been. <laughs> it, really, it really is. It really is. It's, I'll just I, I'll just go back and cut like the bullshit of like us talking about cum in like the first segment <laughs> and then it'll make plenty of room but, for this. But yeah, no near the near games. I I've like, when I today when I was really like listening, making my list and I was like, how do I, how do I compare anything to near? That's when I realized that near and near automata, those two games specifically are probably my favorite game ever made now. Okay. And I, I kind of came, it's almost like an existential crisis. Cause like I, I, came, I came to the, conclusion that that something finally is better than chrono trigger and i didn't think that would ever happen right. i need to play that too yeah download it on your phone okay word word <laughs> so where are we at right now you're number one number one all, all right so my uh, number new. one dude like <clears throat> it's buggy it's got problems it's imperfect to an extreme degree sounds like a bethesda game <laughs> It's I not. mean, honestly. Wait, oh man! Wait, it actually. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. No, it's a uh, a Bioware game. Oh, okay, same thing. Exactly. It's basically the same thing. The Mass but Effect. My, no, it's Kotor. Oh, Kotor. The, yeah, those, yeah. The the Kotor one. Uh, is Kotor two. The uh, um, not not the original game, which is what I played first, because the, whenever you play through the original Kotor two, you're like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. You're like, what is this trash? But the uh, there's an extended uh, uh, what's it called where you replace um, a restore a restored content mod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you play through that, and you're like, okay, this was a lot more satisfying than the original Kotor two. Yeah. 
But yeah, Kotor is great. You know you can buy that. You know you can buy that for your phone too. Yeah, I do. I but luckily for me, I have an original Xbox, and I can play both of them. And I nice. and I was lucky enough. My friend let me borrow his computer to play the uh, restored content version of it. Which Kotor two has the better gameplay, but Kotor one has the better story. Hands so, down. Hands down. You know, but those those are my two favorite games of all time. I can play through those all the time. Like I never get tired of them at all. So those, right. That's my favorite game of all time. I feel that. I feel that. Uh, my number one game of all time. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, not number one game of all time. My number right. one new gen game. Okay. Because we're not. Please stop wheezing into the mic. Um, <laughs> my number one uh, new gen game is going to be Stardew Valley. I fucking love Stardew Valley so fucking much. It is the greatest fucking game of all time. Jonathan's going to the bathroom. I, I guess he has no opinion on this game. Uh, well, actually, I know that he doesn't have an opinion on this game because he thinks that I'm stupid for playing it. Stardew Valley is great. I love Stardew Valley. Um, it, it's it's. I'm honestly surprised you've never played a Harvest Moon and you like Stardew yeah, Valley. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, and, you know? and I've been... It's not that I was ignorant of of Harvest Moon games. It's that... I don't know. I guess I never really had the uh, the time. I guess. So here's here's something I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you to do. Yeah, go ahead. So you like Stardew Valley, and Stardew Valley is the best Harvest Moon game that's ever been made, okay. except for Star- for Harvest Moon sixty four. Okay. And you have a Nintendo sixty four now. Yes, I do. I'm going to challenge you to get Harvest Moon sixty four and play it. I'm down. Um, it's kind of got like an isometric, like angled camera view instead of the top down. Right. Uh, but you can't, you can't turn the camera. Um, Mm. so it's still, it's still very much like Stardew Valley in that it's a set camera angle. You know what I mean? Um, it's very good. It's very, 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 very good. It's, it's probably one of my favorite Nintendo 64 games. Like if I had to rank my top, you know, five 64 games, it'd probably be, it'd probably be in that. And uh, let, let me tell you, so I got Stardew Valley based off of somebody on a different podcast obsessing over Stardew Valley. And I thought, well, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to check this out. And so I got it on the switch. Uh, I don't play, I, I, I got it on the switch and I like it so much that I might even buy it on the PS4 as well. And, and that's it. The only other game that I've ever done that is Minecraft, which I have on the switch PS4 and my Mac. Uh, <laughs> And Emily thinks I'm fucking stupid for that. But, uh, so I, I have it on the switch because I, I wanted to play it on the go. Um, and, uh, Jonathan, everything good? You feel good? Yep. I know you've almost died the last few times we've recorded. Yeah, it's cause we're not drinking Dos Equis with wine. That's fucking true. Uh, dude, I felt like shit after that. Anyways, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So, so, um. So I, I got Stardew Valley based on a recommendation from the from another podcast, somebody on another podcast. Um, and the day I got it, I played for sixteen hours. That's awesome. And I'm I'm not even lying or exaggerating at all. I suddenly I started playing. I suddenly looked at my clock and it was four a.m. That's awesome. And I thought, holy fucking shit! I need to go to bed. You know what's great about going to bed at four a.m. What? You can still get like five hours of sleep and it's only like 10 a.m. Right. 
That the, but the great. thing is, like we talked about earlier, is my body wakes me up I mean, before 9, 9. I mean, 9 a.m. That's what I meant to it say. It fucking, it's terrible. It's it's terrible. I, I was useless at work the next day, but I would not trade that night for anything because I love Stardew Valley so much. Everybody should get Stardew Valley. Jonathan, you need to get Stardew Valley. I'll, I'll check it out as soon as I check out uh, Drakengard and Nier. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. You and I, we're, we're going to get Nier. I'm, I'm gonna try to find. I'm gonna try to play Drakengard first. Actually, yeah, I have a PS2. I don't know why I wouldn't try and do that. I'll the buy, same thing. I'll yeah. So Drakengard is a pretty underwhelming game. I'm gonna warn you. Is it? Okay. It sets up the building of the lore for Nier, and that's the biggest but, thing. But, See, but okay, we're but both that's, sluts for lore, so means, we're yeah, gonna so enjoy it. Oh, and also, Drakengard Two happens in a universe outside of the existence of Nier. That's that's literally the only reason. Uh, Dark Souls 2 is important to me even though it's barely important. Yeah. Because yeah. It, the, the the lore within Dark, Dark Souls 2 it's like it's barely relevant in Bloodborne it's very, barely relevant in Dark Souls 3. I mean I'd argue that it's not relevant at all in Bloodborne. Right. Yeah. Well Bloodborne is it's Bloodborne's a weird game, but I still consider it part of the series. Yeah, it's, it's definitely it's, in the series for well, sure. It's, it's after Dark Souls three, and that's the weird thing about it. Because a lot of people are arguing because the uh, the DLC for Dark Souls three that sets up Bloodborne. Oh, I haven't the, seen that. The, I haven't oh, seen that. Is, oh it, is it sweet? Oh my god, I'm so sorry. No, no, you're I don't good. want to spoil anything. You're so, good, man. You're um, good. No, the the DLC for uh, Dark Souls three, it's not as good as uh, Dark Souls one's DLC, but it's 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 def- <coughs> it's definitely good. That's it's cool. Definitely good. That's real cool. It's a lot better than Dark Souls Two all around. So, you know, I I didn't play. I have to admit, I didn't play Dark Souls 2's the second version, Scholar of the First Sin. Mm-hmm. I never played that, and I heard it was a lot better. Uh, the only Dark Souls Two I ever played was the PS3 version, like when it launched. Right. Uh, I put a good 10, 20 hours into it, and I was just like, I'm not feeling this game, and I never played it again. Right. It, it, it's one of those games that's not worth playing a second time. I, I'm yeah. gonna be completely honest with you. Like, that's just one of those games for me. But, yeah. Um, pretty much every other game besides Dark Souls 2 is fantastic. Yeah. Like, it's just the way it is, sure. dude. Uh, but, so, here's yeah. the deal, guys. We finished our, our beers. John a while and I ago. Did. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and then we got super caught up in this because it was a great conversation. But, um, I got Red Dead Redemption 2 calling my name. I got to get off of this fucking thing. Andy... Thank you so much for coming. This yes, is this dude, has been fucking great. It was fun. Um, you got anything to plug? I'm um, in a band called Hollowed Out. We're about to go on the run to East Coast. We're gonna. I think we're going. I don't know if we're going as far south as Florida. I know we're going to Georgia. We're going up to Pennsylvania, and then we're coming back towards Illinois, and then just coming back home. For sure. So um, yeah, that'll be uh, in March. Um, I think. We're leaving the eighth, I believe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think we're leaving March eighth. And, and, and you can check all that out on online. Yeah. Hollowed out Facebook. They yeah. they've got a Twitter. They've got an Instagram. Yeah. Uh, fantastic band. Eric, our previous guest, is the vocalist in Hollowed yeah. Out. Um, we will have we're, the rest we'll, of the we'll band sh- on yeah. eventually. And then I've got um, another band called Earth Rot. Uh, yes, yes, you do. We're in the process yeah. of uh, getting merch because we got really screwed over with our merch order. Really? Oh wow! Oh yeah. It, and you you have some great merch designs, by the way. I, Thank I, you I so cannot much. wait for those to drop because I'm yeah. definitely gonna. And honestly, the new hollowed out merch, 
I really fucking want both so, of those pieces. Also, funny story with that hauled out merch. So what happened was uh, Garrett came up with the idea and he made some, you know, Photoshop files with it. And yeah. um, when Eric got it, he was like, well, this is unusable because it was so like low quality. Right? Yeah. So Eric had to rebuild them from scratch. No, and honestly, so, it's, so it's Garrett's idea, but... Eric's okay. creation. And it's honestly, so cool. Like Eric, it was, really Eric cool. has roasted me for some of my lo-fi logos before. So yeah, I, I, I know he's like, yeah. And uh, yeah, hey, shout, he, shout out Eric. He made uh, my new band's logo. Oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah. 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 Uh, is that the casket? Um, yes. Oh, yes, I didn't know that yes. was your band. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. It's yeah, yeah. Aaron's band. It's not cool. my band. <laughs> Fuck are, you in, are you in casket too? <laughs> nope. <laughs> We we can talk more about that on here, but uh, anyways, some salt in that uh, water. It, <laughs> it should be more from him, not me. So that's the weird it was, thing about uh, it. Yeah, Andy, thank you so much for coming on. This, yes, is, yeah, this, this has been great. It was, it was fun. We'll, ha- we'll have to have you on for for more episodes in the Honestly. future. Um, Jonathan, I love you, bud. I love you too. And, uh, I have a hot cake hot take. The, oh shit! Oh, okay, hit us with it. Just hit us. My hot yeah. cake hot take is that um, Whataburger pancakes are the best pancake you can buy, other really? than other than pancakes you can make at home. Okay, Whataburger pancakes are great. Not as good as, as Cracker Barrels, but they are fucking great. Yeah. I've never I've never had Whataburger. You've never had a Whataburger? Pa- oh my god, they're really good. Really? For, okay, they're the best. I, I'm, I'm going to go as pancake. far to say the best fast food pancake you can get. Okay. Best fast food is pancake. Whataburger. They're yeah. they're arguably better than Denny's or IHOP pancakes. Oh, that's uh, not hard. Okay, definitely definitely better than like Denny's pancakes. Very close to better than IHOP pancakes. If we're talking classic pancakes, I'll give you Cracker um, Barrel. But remember, this was but, a hot take. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> this, is, this is a hot sure. take. So it, uh, I, I, we it, appreciate it, the enthusiasm <laughs> and the input. Yeah. So if you if you have a hot cake, hot take, uh, any social media hashtag hot cake, hot take, tag us uh, at Six Deep Pod, and uh, we'll read it on air. Um, Jonathan, uh, Andy. This has been a fantastic episode that I'm going to have to cut a lot out of because we're at two hours, 45 minutes right now. But uh, it's going to be fucking great. Um, Anyways, for uh, the podiatrist, Jonathan Berry, I'm Aaron Locklear. We will see you next week.